I totally hated Lazenby. I fucking hated him. I hated Lazenby. I hated the shit out of him. George Lazenby's only film. George Lazenby has one woman says, I gotta marry you, and she gets roasted and he cries. Exactly. Come on, bro. This is The Conquer Guy. Yeah, we made it. We did it on, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. We're, 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 we have one Connery movie left after uh, 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 next week. I'm a little sad about that, man. Sad, sad to see Connery go after next movie, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Man. Feel like feel like you have like a relationship going with him. I think that I'm just, just kind of used to him. At yeah. This point. I didn't like um. The fuck is his name? George Lazenby. George. I wanted to say George Fleming. George Lazenby. Who the fuck is George Fleming? Uh, well, I think you combined Ian Fleming and George okay, Lazenby. Yeah, I did, yeah, 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 I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, George, yeah, I totally, totally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to miss Sean Connery. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to miss him. Well, yeah, he's the original, and it's kind of, I, I didn't realize that I'd miss him until I watched this, and I totally hated Lazenby. I fucking hated him. I hated Lazenby. I hated the shit out of him. Yeah. I really did not like George Lazenby. My wife watched this movie with me the first time I watched it and she she was like you know what her comment was at the end of this well that was actually really good and I go what and she well and she cried when the wife died she was giving me one of these she's like oh my god it's fucking sad <laughs> that's what she said she's like that's actually really good and I was like they broke every bond rule they broke movie rules like what what are we doing here yeah, I was kind of, overall, I was going into it, I, was, I had no previous knowledge of, like, a critical reception or anything like that. Yeah. I still don't have any idea of a critical reception. Right. Going into it, I thought that it was going to suck. Entirely over the <laughs> Just... fucking, over the fucking moon suck. Because I've watched the first fucking four or five, however, however many we've watched. Yeah. I was thinking this one was going to be terrible. And it wasn't terrible. And you were right. And no. No, you like you liked it a little. Uh, I don't. I want to say. Bit. I mean, there was definitely scenes and bits where I was like, "What are we doing?" Yeah, I mean, okay, all right. There were yeah. scenes where I was like, "What the fuck are we doing?" But there were some scenes where I even said, "Dude," I was like, "That was good. That was good." Yeah, they had. Yeah, they had some good stuff going. On. Yeah, I mean, like they're. We'll get into it. We'll jump into it. We'll deep dive into the bullshit that is this George Lazenby fucking monstrosity. Indeed. So, um, I did read, though, this was a quick Google search. Yeah. This is George Lazenby's only film, probably because of George Lazenby. I don't, I, I, sh I want to look more into this. I want to know the full story, because I didn't really read on it. It was the fucking beginning of the Wikipedia article. It said, halfway through filming, George Lazenby said he would only play one, or only do one Bond I find that really interesting because it's he, he's a you gotta imagine he's a model right because that's what he did he's a model no acting credits and then they hire him to do Bond like I told you in the beginning I'm like he looks I'm like Sean Connery was probably looking like shit he's probably letting himself go the James Bond curse hit him the alcohol the insatiable hunger the cigarettes I mean exactly. this dude was an addict he looked like shit. Yeah. So they're like, listen, man, we gotta, we gotta, you know, 
We gotta figure this out. You're right. So there's this guy named George. He's on the fucking newspaper. He's looking good. He's a model. Well, that's okay. No, you go ahead. I, I like I like I like the hypotheticals. I'll tell you the real thing after you're done. Yeah. Oh, is there a real thing? Okay. Well, yeah. Here's what really happened. So George Lazenby, he's sitting there in bed one day. He's drinking himself a say martini, shaking that stir, and he's not really he's not one for you know, the high life. But he gets a phone call. Bling bling. Hello. George, it's me, Broccoli. Broccoli, what's up, man? It's nice to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in a while. George, I gotta talk to you, man. Connery's letting himself go. Sean looks like shit. He's he is insatiably hungry all the time. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's eating 5,000 calories a day. He's put on 30 pounds of fat easily in the past two months. We can't do it anymore. He's eating so much caviar, it's fucking disgusting. We need you to come in here. We need you to come in here, George. I need you to clean this shit up. And he says, Al. Because they're cool like that. He says, Al. All right, I'll come out there. I'll come out there. So he gets on set. And he's like, man, this James Bond gig is pretty fucking sweet. And as he's getting on there and doing what he does, he's smoking cigarettes, drinking fucking, you know, drinking alcohol and raping people. He's, he's realizing how much of a detriment this has on his mental health. Sean Connery... Is a powerhouse. He's built for it. He is built. He's built different. He is if built you will. different for this James Bond role. He's like, I drink a lot. I smoke a lot. I have sex with everything. <laughs> I am built for the James Bond persona. 007, You mean double O? What? I'm here. <laughs> as athletic as I know George Lathenby was, I know that he was a lazy piece of shit. He didn't have what it took. Didn't have the work ethic. He didn't have the work ethic. He did not have the worst... To sit around and drink and fuck all the to time. To sit around and drink and fuck all the time. Yeah. It's a big it's a big burden. That's a huge commitment. You gotta imagine. It takes quite a bit to... It takes quite a bit to pour a drink, let alone drink a drink. And then you gotta live with the hangover. And the shame of... Sean Connery doesn't even feel hangovers anymore. He doesn't have any shame. He's a nope. psychopath. Yeah. He was. I don't know if he... It, all right. He's dead, yeah. He's dead. Yeah. He was a psychopath. He could easily run through 20, 30, 40, 50 Japanese women one night. George Lazenby has one woman, says, I gotta marry you, and she gets roasted and he cries. Exactly. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Gotta be a little more love, be a little more stiff than that. Exactly. Anyway, uh, so we're giving way too much away. I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I got a little. Yeah, you won't believe there. this, but uh, you nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> So, that's obviously not what really happened. It's a little more nuanced than that, I would think, huh? Yeah, something here says that Bond wanted some big money to continue. Bond, what do you mean? Like the, uh, the, or, the, sorry. the IP? Or... I'm sorry. Connery. Connery, sorry. Wanted some big money. That's my bad. I just, they're one and the same, right? Anyway. Exactly. Connor, Connery wanted big money. You allegedly, Bond, right? this person... Yeah, Bond. I mean Bond, yeah. He wanted big money, allegedly, to continue, is what one thing says. Another th And uh, an interview I listened to of his, of Connery's, um, he said he was worried about getting typecast, that he wouldn't be able to do other movies, that kind of thing. Rational concern. And so, yeah. And so that's why he had walked away. And then this blog post... The I, blog. I was looking... I was looking... You were deep. You were deep. I got you. I was you. looking You're places. Deep creeping. Deep creeping. And this kind of confirms some things I'd read elsewhere, 
you know, it may or might not be true. So, like, I'm just putting that out here. That My disclaimer is this may not be true. The reference is Quora. It's Quora.com. Quora, it's, yeah. a quote doc, it's a quote website. So it says, after Lazenby quit the role of 007, Harry Saltzman and Broccoli had to start looking for a new actor to play the role. They already decided to film Diamonds Are Forever in the U.S., and they looked there. They found an actor called John Gavin and were impressed with him, and they signed and they signed him to play 007. However, the bosses at United, in United Artists were unsure and wanted Saltzman and Broccoli to talk to Sean Connery about returning to the role of 007. After talking to Sean, they gave him the deal, which was... Uh, $1.25 million, uh, which Connery used to establish a Scottish inter- International Education Trust. Uh, two films released by United Artists, which he could star in or direct. Only one film was ever made called The Offense. Uh, $10,000 a week if the film went over the 18-week schedule, and thankfully it didn't. Diamonds Are Forever was the third highest grossing film in 71, making over $43 million in the U.S. Worldwide, the film made $116 million. As for Gavin, his contract was paid in full after Connery came back to play 007. Okay. Well, I know that's getting a little ahead because the diamonds yeah. are forever, yeah, yeah. but essentially that's the Connery gist. Why, why he's not here. I figure we why just cover the Connery right, gap. Right, 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 right. Just because we're is, in it for this movie. This is, yeah, this this is the Connery This is the Connery gap. Um, yeah. So. How do I feel about the Connery gap? That's a good question, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 How do you feel Go about ahead. the Connery gap, Tyler? Yeah, do it, do it up, man. Are you want me to? I was asking you. That was, that was oh, how do I feel? How do you feel, Tyler? How do you feel about the Connery guy, Tyler? I I didn't like it. Yeah, I want to know. Like, I want to. I want to know it all, man. I want to know. Here's wanna, my. Thing. I want to get deep. I want to get deep inside that brain of yours right now. I want to see what's going on. So Connery's the first Bond. Yeah. I don't think any of us are arguing that Sean Connery is a great actor. I think. As if, as in, I'm saying he's not. No, no one, no one has, no one has, let me, let me say it this way. Hold the fuck up. No one has the argument that Sean Connery is a great actor. There we go. Okay, there I it understand. is. I'm sorry. I, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, excuse yeah. Me. That's my bad. Yeah, no one has that argument. At least, at least no one in this room. No one in this room has that argument, Tyler. But I feel like they got to the point where Sean Connery is James Bond, right? Yeah. And then they just bring this guy in. And his name and, is George Lazenby. And, like, do you agree here that... I just felt he was really trying to be Bond the whole time. You know, obviously he's an actor, and, like, if you, why aren't you trying to be... You should try to be Bond in some, some respect, yes. But, you know, when someone's just trying really hard to do something... And like you just like I don't know I didn't like his his, me, his little quips. Let me add on you know? that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. That I think that it was George Lazenby. You know how when we were watching the Sean Connery films, it was a lot of Sean Connery shining through. Yeah. When like it was like oh that's fucking Sean Connery right there. Yeah. yeah. Right. With George Lazenby, it was like oh like he shined through a lot, but that was the issue was that it was like we didn't I didn't I don't want to fucking see George Lazenby as James Bond. Even if back then he was charming, even if back then he was attractive, I don't give a fuck. You gotta give me, you gotta give me a James Bond. And George Lazenby doesn't fit that mold. Yeah, I felt like it was, it was irresponsible to make this movie, because I just didn't think Lazenby did it. And as you said, uh, okay, so the, the fourth—that's 
right. Let's, okay, just, let's discuss the first scene. Well, okay, so... Because that'll get us into it. Let's jump in. Good segue. I joked, more water. Because I knew... It's just... It's a water It's water. It's you water were, you looked at it, and I know you were like... Oh. Your heart had started racing. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. I knew there was a lot of ice going to come. I knew there was a lot of ice. <laughs> I knew. I, I wasn't too worried about water. This, this water will take a different I, form. Yeah, I knew, I'll be all right. I knew the ice was going to be... The, I'm telling you, yeah, that's a good point. I knew the water would take a different form. I knew the, you know, the temperature would lower. I'm not too worried about water in this okay, movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, you know, this, this movie starts out, you know, he's he's driving along. And a cooler car than he's had in any of the movies, arguably, right? Pretty pretty cool car. It was a Mini? I'm not sure what the fuck it was. A Mini? I, th- I don't know. I don't know what kind of car it was, man. I'm... Maybe it's I'm mixing, really maybe I'm mixing up, up huh? a fucking uh, a, a Mr. Bean scene. I'm not too sure. So we'll just... I, I think... <laughs> I really think I'm mixing up a Mr. Bean scene. Honestly. From I was thinking it was either like a... Like just some kind of American muscle car, but they just put, you know, obviously the driver's side on the other side. Or that maybe it was some kind of special. The Aston car doesn't Martin. matter. It's know. a fucking cool car. Car bond drive. In, on. Or <laughs> in, on. On Majesty. This is the... Figuring out how to work Google podcast. Okay, so it was a '69 <laughs> Aston Martin DBS. Oh, so it was Aston okay. Martin. It was an Aston Martin. So th- and he didn't drive anything Thunderball, right? Or well, no, no, no. I'm sorry, Thunderball. He had the one car in the beginning before all the water stuff happened. But then, and you only live twice. He's in a submarine, and he's you know he's just he's all over it's the messy. place. It's messy. He's driven around. Yeah, we won't go back and yeah, he only lived twice. There. I'm not going but, back there. Point is, I don't think he had any Aston Martins. So, you know, it, uh, the Aston Martin took a break, you know, before it became this iconic Bond car that it is today. Right. You know? Right. Anyway. So, a girl runs out into the ocean. He's, like, spying on her. He's like, what's this girl? What's this girl doing? Random girl. He has no idea who she is. Right. She just drives past him on the on the road. Pulls and he goes, he goes, oh, what's going on with this lady? And then, dude, we're stuck on the Connery voice. And Connor, it's a, it's a, he doesn't have it. He's, he doesn't have it. He's like, oh, my lady. Yes, like, he's just yeah, got this more like, oh, I have slight accent. It's more refined. It's more. It's refined. very refined. Sean whereas Connery Sean Connery talks out of the with his voice. He talks out of the back of his yeah, throat. I want to. I want to insatiably have sex with you for the yeah. rest of the evening. I hope we didn't wake the fish. <laughs> or startle the fish or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, he's spying on her with scoping her out. And then she's she's walking into the water. And so he peels out down onto the beach. And he still stops like 50 yards away from the beach. Because he's got to get that run in. For sure. He's like, well, I'm going to get my cardio in. They watch aspect. Yeah. yeah, But no slow-mo. So like, what the fuck, right? They missed an opportunity there. Uh, He goes in the water. She's trying to drown herself. He pulls her out. She doesn't even get into the water. Like, she's on her way out. Yeah, she... Yeah. And he scoops her up. And then she goes, Ugh! Well, I think that's... And it acts like she's passed out. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... You think it was that. embarrassment? I'm not gonna... Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's what my wife said. My wife said, well, yeah, she's embarrassed. She's acting like she passed out. I'm like, oh, yeah, she fucking <laughs> passed out from embarrassment? Yes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> She probably did pass out from embarrassment. It's because embarrassing. And he lays her down on the beach, and he's like, "Hey, hey, wake up!" And she, <laughs> he hits a lot of women in this movie. <laughs> he <laughs> hits the same woman, but yeah, but yeah, he, he like smacks up. her awake, and it's like she didn't drown or anything. Why is she acting like, "Oh, 
Uh, we find out. out later that her yeah. dad likes her being dominated, so we're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, like very like pushing a misogyny agenda in this. This is in this a, one. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's I think what you were talking about before how it didn't feel natural. Like there's like almost an agenda they have to fucking like push on the public. Yeah. Like that dentist system thing we'll talk about later. What the fuck is that, man? Like. Yeah. There was some writer that was like, women are so stupid. They'll just, they'll just, like, yeah. <laughs> like, check this out. Um, anyway, continue. I'm sorry. And so Spoiler there's, alert. There's this big fight. I don't remember what this was leading into. It was, it was he, which I thought that was kind of cool. Like, oh, the, oh, the fourth wall. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was leading into the fourth wall, but I think yes. that, like, the fight was so kind of. big fight. And, like, and he I even throws said, an anchor at it, dude. I even said before, Gets hit in the head. I dude even, gets right up. Yeah, yeah, he gets, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. But I even said in the beginning that it, it kind of felt different. It felt it different. felt better. Like, felt, yeah, like we're in 1969, like film standpoint, like it looked better. It did look better. It did look a lot better. And that bullshit, you know, one and a half times. We did. Know, we did a lot of one and a half times because there's a lot of just dull moments. Well, I'm not even referring to that. I'm talking about how in the the previous Bond movies, when there was a car chase scene, for example. Oh, how they'll speed they the speed shit up. They would speed shit yeah, up, yeah, yeah. yeah, just to kind of, you know. And they still did that with uh, some of the fighting they, scenes. Right, they did yeah. do it with a couple fighting scenes, but, and of course we were on one and a half zooms, some, or one and a half times sometimes, but. Yeah, yeah. I think it was far and far and between versus in the previous Bond movies where it was like, oh, let's just fucking speed it up. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I think there was a little more thought that was put into the Bond, or put into the movie, at least. Mm-hmm. Or not even thought, but more care and you know maybe money fuck I mean yeah you know what I mean yeah up until that point with the fourth wall break you, yeah, you did not fight. like that first of all he drowns a guy and yeah. then the guy just gets up he's like oh <coughs> he spits it out apparently <laughs> I don't know I don't know yeah, I don't know what he does but he just gets up I'm done being drowned I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as you know drowning is just a very quick thing you get over it real quick pretty simple it comes thing to get over yeah so basically like as Bonds as Bonds finishing off these other guys, the girl runs. She takes his car, drives back up to the top of the beach, gets in her car and drives away. And he picks up her shoes and he looks at the camera. He looks right in the camera and he says, "Well, this never happened to the other fellow." Well, I mean, yeah, it's a different song. Okay, but, yeah, but I, whatever. It's fucking but, Bond oh, music. And this one is the first one since Goldfinger that hasn't had its own song. Song, yeah. It's just some stock Bond music, right? Which is still nice. Which is still nice. I initially liked the fourth wall break. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, he, there's, like, they're, like, they're saying, know. like, oh, yeah, Sean's not here. Sean's not here. Which I kind of like that, but then they immediately killed it. I forget. What's the next scene they go into? They go into, they went into. He's just walking into the hotel. Okay. He, like, gets there. And he's walking in. He's just. <laughs> I, so this mean- is why I should probably take notes. Because I, I remember initially I did like the fourth wall break, and I'm even saying to you. During the entire title sequence, I'm like, oh yeah, the fourth wall breaks nice, da 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 And then the second they get to the next scene, I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't like that. Well, the reason I didn't like it is because, like, hey, we're watching them, like, okay, if you talk about, it's a certain form of media. Like, if, if we say something to, <laughs> it's a little arrogant for me to say, if we say something to the fans, because I don't know that we necessarily have any, quote, fans yet, but if we talk to the public, sure. and we say, like, oh, you guys at home, we say something like that. Well, this is a podcast. It's two douches in a room talking about stuff. You know? So that's one thing. Right? But a movie is supposed to be, if you will, this escape. Right? That 
our worlds aren't really supposed to touch, you know, other than me observing this. That to me, sure. as far as movie go, uh, movies go. I, I think a, a movie that really toes the line and does it great is Scream, where they're just they're all like horror movie fans, and they talk about. You know, well, this can't happen yet. It's, you know, they talk about the axe and everything. Right, that is and they toe the line, but they never, like, look into the camera and be like, yeah. I don't know, I think I might die in a minute. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? That is a good example, actually. I didn't think about it. They toe the line, exactly. The and the worlds I, don't touch, but yeah. they're still talking about it. The example I'm thinking of... They're up against the fourth wall, but it's not broken. Right, right, right. It's holding up strong. Holding strong up, fourth wall. holding up strong. That is a strong fourth <laughs> it's wall. It's a strong fourth wall. The example I'm thinking of, which... I'm, I'm sure you've seen it, which I'm not sure, but Deadpool, I yeah. think Deadpool does it really well. Right. That's an entirely different And that's a whole genre, yeah. That's an ex- right. I, and I wouldn't even say genre, but that movie, Yeah. it starts out with, well, this is crazy, huh? Like, well, that's, yeah. They do it And perfectly. that's a type of movie of, like, the nar- do like a narrated movie. But you can't just, in one spot of the movie, be like, well, this didn't happen yeah, to this right, fucking right, exactly, guy. Exactly, yeah. And then just and then go to never talk to me yeah. again. Well, that's what... In the fourth wall break in the beginning, I don't want to say I was expecting it because I know in James Bond movies I'm expecting a lot, but I'm not getting shit. In the early ones, I'm not getting shit out of these movies. But that first fourth wall break, if it was a modern movie, it probably would have been like, oh, well, I'm not the same... I'm not the same James Bond, all right? Yeah. That's not me. I just didn't like it because... And, like, we recast characters all the time. There's no reason to say it. You just move on, man. Yeah. I, I just, I hated it. I didn't like it at all. As a trope, which, this is me getting more kind of scientific about it, I guess. I wouldn't even say scientific necessarily, but more kind of liberal about it. Okay. As a trope, I think it did well, but to today's standards, how we view... The fourth wall break, I don't think it did a very good job. But back in 1969 standards, nice. Sure. I still hated it, though. Well, that's why you're a champion, Tyler. <laughs> you know what? We're good. And guess what? Guess what? What? There's a right opinion and a wrong opinion. I, well, and I... somebody out there has the answer. If you have the answer, tweet us. Content Crisis 1. And there you go. Also... One note, in the beginning, we're talking about radioactive pocket lint to track people. M and Q are talking about it. Just a and quick then, conversation. Yeah, just a quick little conversation, unrelated. Hey, what's that in your hand real quick? Oh, this? Radioactive lint. Cool. <laughs> what do I do with we'll it? we probably use it for, you know, our, our spy organization we got going on. No? No. Not planning on it. Oh. Right. Later. <laughs> and then it never gets brought up again. The entire movie. It's incredible. It would have been nice. It would have been nice. It would, you know, he's on... Perfect setup. Well, and like at the end, you know, when he tells him, Operation Bedlam is off. That's no no more. You know? And then Bond goes off and does his own thing. He's like, I'm getting my girl out of there. Right. My lady. You know? Throw some radioactive lint on him. Yeah, well, well, the, well, it was to... I think the radioactive lint was the track. It was the tracking device. Track people. Yeah, yeah. So I was think I was saying like they should have like tracked Bond, like what the hell's Bond doing? But then Bond would have done his thing anyway because he's Bond. Don't you think radioactive? What is just giving someone radioactive poisoning and killing them? I yeah, 
Maybe that's why they didn't continue with it. Maybe they shot that scene and they're like, well, how do we open the movie? Uh, well, we told we told M and Q they get more screen time. This so. is a quick, um, this is an off, not really off topic, but on, on the Wikipedia article, I quickly, you know, did my little yeah. scanning thing. And it did say that this was the most, like, um, movie to book representation or what's the, like, oh, movie, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the, it's the most closely movie to book. No, so they probably just did it poorly. They're like, should we put this radioactive one thing in there? Yeah, I mean, like, gotta imagine, like, in the in the book, maybe, like, you know, hey, we're gonna throw this radioactive link, because in books, it's a lot different. It's, you know, three yeah. books later, oh, shit, that radioactive link thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's a lot, it's, a, it's not as, what, 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 maybe stimulating? What is it about? The book to movie. Because in a movie, you're like, oh, the radioactive lint thing never got brought up. But in a book, you read it and you're like, oh, fucking. And later, you're like, you don't even fucking think about it. You're like, oh, we read some fucking bullshit about radioactive lint and move on. Right. In a movie, you're like, they never used it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it seems like a good. If you're not going to use it later, why bring it up now? I mean. Unless it was just kind of the trope of like, okay, we got. We have to talk about how 007 so irresponsible all the time because that's what we do is everybody just shits on that bond that's kind of a bond just, uh, like yeah trope at this point is that bond is irresponsible as fuck yeah he just which i never knew that by the he's way he's just this wild he's a wild card yeah they're like oh well, what's bond up to this week why is he still hired here why does he still work here i feel like that's q like, hates him that's like the number one like kind of rule of like I feel like any military service is like fall in, right? Like just yeah. know how to follow. Orders. Bond's like no, no. What's my rank, General? That's what I thought. It's like Commander Bond, Commander Bond. That's me. Yeah, yes, that's me. Give me a martini, you whore. It's, it's kind of irresponsible. <laughs> so, so Bond is. I'm gonna be. I'll, I'll tell you honestly. I, I was lost most of this movie. It's ridiculous. I know that he ends up in Portugal or Spain <laughs> or Mexico, and he's fighting bulls, and then he ends up uh, in the Alps. <laughs> as far as the plot goes, description of this movie. As far as the plot goes, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Well, there's there's so much unneeded shit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they have this whole scene where him and the girl are falling in love. It's just take all that out. I mean, we're talking... Like, what do you want it to be? Do you want it to be a love story? Because half the movie, she's not there. Half the movie, exactly. she's not fucking... You, make, not you start the movie out like this girl is there the whole time. And then and then he's like, okay, I have to run along now and go do my bond thing. Yeah, and then he fucks three girls up at the up at the resort. Non-stop. <laughs> this just, isn't like this one just, time. He's like, I'll see you at eight. Yeah. Hey, I'll see you at nine. I'll see you at nine. I'll see you ten. at ten. And then the last girl, ten. Yes. No, I'll see you all at eleven. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, hey, you're back. I love you. Like, the fuck are you talking yeah, about? You're saving me. Oh, did I tell you? Oh, uh, there's, a, there's a resort with whores. I was like, where have you been? Oh, it's a resort Don't up on the top yeah. of the mountain. So they get all the way married. We're getting way ahead of ourselves, but I'll say it. They get all the way married, and I guarantee they they never had that conversation. Well, what did you do up there? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you about it later. Until she gets fucking killed, he's like, perfect. Yeah. Let's go. Sorry, I'm in a chocolate bar. Let's go. 
Let's go. Let's go in order here, because I don't want to get out of ourselves. This yeah. Is Let, let's not. Let's try not to spend too much time on each individual note. But because I mean, I can make it quick. I can make it quick. I'm front to back here because there's just so much bullshit. As always, front to back. He runs into her at the casino. She gambles. She has no money. She's like, I have no money. And the guys, I think she's gonna get arrested or something. I don't know what the fuck's about to happen. And he's like, Oh, my mind was elsewhere. I've got her. I've got her covered. And just like pays the bill. And then, you know, she tries to leave. And then, of course, you know, you know Bond. Oh, hold on a second. There's my next rape victim. <laughs> you, know, you know, she's talking about blah, blah, blah. Risks are... You shouldn't take risks. Like, well, fears for the people who don't want to stay alive. People who want to stay alive. She's suicidal. She tried to run into the ocean. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot she was... Aww. Oh, oh, I'm so pretty. My dad has so much money. I'm suicidal. I mean, come on, Tyler. Let's not be... Sensitive here. Okay. Let's be let's be a little empathetic. Okay, let's let's think about what she's feeling. He says, please stay alive, at least for tonight. Bond like Bond is the Bond isms sucked in this movie. There were no good Bond isms, uh except for the end. There was the two There's for the ranch, one. But the both. two for one, which I did not like, where he was said Merry Christmas. And then walked away and gift said, wrapped. Should have gift wrapped you. Like, well and it's yeah. It's yeah. like that's not you can't two for one. That was two decent ones in one. You can't just do that. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. You're right. Good. Uh, so it's a setup. She goes to her room. Or he goes to her room. There's a dude waiting. And they get in a whole fight. Yeah. He beats the shit dude. A dude twice the size of him. Of course Bond wins. He figures it out. This is Gate Crusher. Somehow. I'll leave you to tidy up. I did say the fight scenes are better. But he feels like he's trying really hard to be Bond. Like I said. He goes back to his room because he goes, oh, well, no, no sex for me. Just a, just a, just a large man I have to fight. Yes. Uh, so he goes back to his room. He's getting undressed. His gun's on the chair. And she gets his gun. She's like, suppose I were to kill you for she's a thrill. She's in the room. She's in the room. Yeah. yeah. She's like in her underwear. Like with a little just robe ready. on. Just ready. Yeah. But then she wants to stick him up. Yeah. Naturally. <laughs> so I want, that's it's what like, I would do. That's what I do. I get mind to wear I yeah. hold people with gunpoint. Absolutely. Suppose I were to kill for a thrill. I can think of something more sociable to do. And uh, they have their little argument. And then he slaps her. It was very fake slap. Very fake looking slap. Very fake looking slap, but very real. But it's very abusive. Uh, and then he goes, I can be much more persuasive. I'm like, wow. This is the first time Bond's threatening violence to women, huh? New I step. Mean, yeah, this is it's a new this step. This is for a Bond. new step in the whole, you know, you know, psychopath profile of this man. He's this <laughs> absolute monster. I'm just hitting women now, and then you're like, is he just gonna be hitting women? Is this a new thing? It's, it's, it's He's a new, just gonna be hitting Bond women. Trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he hit no more women. So <laughs> I, I don't know about diamonds are forever, but I was like, wow, we're just really, we're just really leaning Diving into this into thing. That. Huh? And this isn't the first time. There's a couple of times in the movie where he really gets kind of close to the edge. Oh yeah, he, he straight up, he's talking to Money Penny, and then he just gets right up on her, grabs her ass. Oh yeah, he gets really close to Money Penny. I think closest he's gotten to uh, a real, sexual, real workplace sexual, sexual work, harassment. Workplace sexual harassment. HR. Yeah, this might is, he might get involved. called to HR because Money Penny. <laughs> Money Penny's real flirty, and you know she's fun, but 
I'm sure she doesn't. I'm sure she's got a husband. Like she doesn't want. Yeah. She's not really. But then she cries at the wedding. Like she always thought, you know, me and James eventually. You know. Well, like that, you know. Yeah. He's been lying to her. My husband will die an untimely death. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's she's thinking about the long term. She's not thinking about the short term. Here <laughs> we talk about he he puts in his resignation. And then he goes back to his office. He's pulling all these things. And he basically was pulling out all these props from the other. Well, why movies. did he pull out his? You got to say why he pulled, why he said uh, why he put in his resignation. So he was rem- he was removed from Project Bedlam, which is the pursuit of Blofeld, and of course uh, the, the Doctor Evil character. Yes, M's like, uh, what good's a license to kill if you don't have a target? And it's like, <laughs> hold on. Isn't killing supposed to be, like, last resort? Right. Like, we're not just supposed to, here's your license to kill. You'll kill as many bad guys as possible. I don't, I don't think that James Bond should have a license to kill. <laughs> he really should. I, you guys talk about how much you don't trust him with government equipment, let alone a license <laughs> to <laughs> fucking kill. Here you go, Bond. All right, now. I'm going to give you this. <laughs> <laughs> This is a killing watch. Yes, this. You can kill anyone you want. Please use this carefully. It's a toothbrush. Careful now, okay? <laughs> but this is cool. This is just a license to kill. This is anything you want. <laughs> they don't. Uh, this guy, he's a fucking mess, man. The yeah. character of James Bond is a fucking mess. Yeah. It, uh, to me, honestly, if I would be honest, if I have to be honest, do I have to be honest? No. Well, I'm going to be honest. Okay, do it. I think James Bond worked in back in the day. Really worked. Because the character of James Bond is such a piece of shit. <laughs> he is awful. Yeah, you know, that's true. He has inklings of, like, all the, like, blue-collar, kind of, like, middle-aged dudes you work with. Love drinking. They, do, Love they drink fucking, way too much. They don't think. They're just, I'm going to smoke, drink, and fuck all day. Yeah. It's like, man, this guy is cool. I am a real American. Like, <laughs> fucking, the rednecks love yeah. this shit. Yeah. But now, I mean, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to paint this beautiful picture of what I think today's world is. But in 2022, I'm sure that you got to make James a little more, you know, not as rapey. Yeah. Because back then it was... A little cool to be rapey. It was like, man, that guy gets pussy. <laughs> it's like, well, he's kind of raping half the women he has sex with. Like, well, we're not we talking about that. We didn't that. really know what rape was. Yeah, man. right. Rape is more of like a, an idea. You know, it's not really <laughs> a crime at this time. It's more of a construct. Did you know women don't always want to have sex with you? That doesn't make any sense to me. What? So I'm going to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> James, I don't want to. I don't understand. Okay, very okay, funny. So she, very funny. Yes, yeah, so I was with Terry last night, and she said she didn't want to have sex with me, so guess what I did? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I had sex with her. I had sex with her. What did her. she do? She didn't do anything about it. No, she didn't call the police. Why? Because they would just say, well, it's James Bond. Why, yeah, no, yeah. why would she call the police? <laughs> oh, yeah, why would... Men can do whatever police. we want. Anything. Yeah, okay, I'll call you back. Oh, I love you, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what? Yes, I love you too, mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so he gets kidnapped. They, oh, by the way, they make love, and she repays her debt, steals his gun. It's a whole thing. 
I don't even want to get into the whole thing, man. Honestly, I just want to talk about the stupid little nuances in this movie. The ins and outs of every right. single one of these scenes are... It's it's dreadful. It's dreadful. Uh, all right, well, all right. It's got a couple little things here. Bring it on. I want to hear it. So, he gets kidnapped, goes to the... This, basically, he's a mob guy type deal. Yeah. It's some sort of mob guy over there. And, uh... Over in, uh... Over in Switzerland or Portugal, where we at? Over the pond, across the pond. I guess. Across, across the pond. The, across the pond. Across you know that other massive land over there. Honestly, I think it was uh, Portugal. It was like the place where they were fighting bulls, and then Switzerland was the obviously the icy place. Mm-hmm. But they were definitely in Sw- uh, Portugal. Yeah, it was the Swiss Alps or whatever. Yeah, Swiss Alps. Is that? He's in Europe. But they don't really say where they are. For the whole first uh, first act, if yeah. you will. I think it was at least somewhere in Europe. Yeah, that's safe bet. Yeah, safe bet. Safe bet. Um, so basically what it is, though, is these guys kidnap him, take him, take him to their boss. And they're, they're, he's going to this meeting room. And basically he beats the shit out of all these guys. And then he gets in the room. And it's just that mob dude and his lady. And they're playing chess. He like throws a knife at a calendar. It's all this bullshit. And they go through this whole thing. Well, and okay, so this is where I was going to say, kind of get the Austin Powers inspiration here for, like, two things. Because I, I didn't see any other... I don't want to say the M word. Right? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't see any other little people in any other Bond movies. So, but there was just a little person sweeping up the floor up front. As they're walking through, the guys hide out. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that, man. Yeah, it was just kind of random. No, there wasn't. There was no like advocate. I don't know for that little there, people at that time. Right. I don't know that there needed to be any sort of janitor there. I don't think the janitor added anything to the scene. You know. Do you think like a little person just auditioned for one of the parts? So, like, okay, next for James Bond, um, <laughs> we got Billy Little, and Billy Little comes in and he's three <laughs> feet tall, and you're like, what? Wait, Billy, that's. Incredibly ironic. He's like, well, I want to be, uh, be James oh, Bond the voice. for James <laughs> Bond. I don't know. Maybe the voice is a little... It's, That's I'm a little much. Little, a little much. Okay. Well, I assume <laughs> they sound like fucking... Uh, you're right. You're right. This is a little much. But, um... Oh, let's say... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm auditioning for James Bond. Okay. Well, you don't have the voice for James Bond. What do you mean I don't have the voice for James Bond? Well, you're fucking three feet tall, and you're the voice of a 17-foot man. <laughs> So what, what what role you got for me? All right, we're going to make you a janitor. <laughs> Do I have any lines? No, you got to sweep up the floor. All right, that'll work. All right, that'll work. But yeah, so I have to imagine that that was be the inspiration for the whole mini-me thing in Austin Powers. Because there's not really another evil villain. And I have to imagine that the writers of Austin Powers watched like every Bond movie and even though there wasn't like a smaller version of this evil villain, they had right. to, they had to be like, well, what was the fucking what was that guy? Yeah. What do we do with that? We should do that. Like, do, should we have like just a random little guy that walks <laughs> through sweeping shit up all the time? Or wait, what if he was? You know, right, I, right, right, I have right, to right. imagine that's the how natural, that goes. Uh, the natural evolution of it. Yeah. Also, when Bond walks in the boss's office and all that, and throws the knife and all that shit, and then you know he shoots the woman away because, as you know. Women can't be involved in man talk. Man talk. Um, well, he shoes the other girl away in uh, Goldfinger. But that felt different. It was Sean Connery saying it. 
It did. With, with George Lazenby, he seems respectful. Until you see what happens. Until he smacks people I around. I mean, yeah. they're, you know, respectful to a point. A church respect. Church respect. Yeah. Behind closed doors, we're doing terrible things. <laughs> As George Lazenby will do. Uh, but he says she also plays an excellent game of chess. Now, I don't know of another time in the whole Bond thing where uh, where any girls are playing chess. But if you remember from Russia with Love, dude's playing chess. Right, yeah, I do remember that. And in this movie, he's playing chess with this girl. And so there's that scene in, I believe, The Spy Who Shagged Me, where he's, you know, this girl's like leading him on, and then she's like, She's like, I, you know how we stay warm. And she's like, all like, you know, flirtatious. And he's like, oh, I have an idea. And he's like, she's like, we play chess. And Oscar's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to imagine that's probably the inspiration there. Yeah, I'd imagine. Uh, but their little talk. <laughs> the boss is basically telling Bond, just like his whole daughter's like life history. She married this guy. Who like killed himself, and she's just walking around depressed. And like, I know of everything you've done for my daughter. And Bond goes, everything. And he goes, oh, don't worry about that. And he's basically like, fuck my daughter. It's cool, man. It's cool. And then he's, then he said he wants to come to this agreement with Bond, where he's like, I want you to marry my daughter. She needs to be dominated. That's the line. <laughs> Like, it is. She needs to be line. dominated by man. Yes. I'm like what? I don't know what that was about, but when that, I even said, I screamed. I said what? When that came on, <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. So that was that's a bit much. Uh, oh, money, penny. Yeah. Stupid scene in love. Falling in love with the daughter, all that bullshit. Oh, yeah. I mean... Just, like, ten minutes we're not getting back. Well, it wasn't even ten minutes. It was, like, five minutes. But you didn't need it. It was unnecessary. The whole thing where they talk at the, like, the bullfighting ring. I just don't know why he had to, like, actually fall in... Like, maybe they... Again, maybe they were following following the book. Right. Maybe that happened. I don't know anything about the book. Maybe the book was, you know, him falling in love, and this is how the book went. And if they were following the book to a T, that's great. Maybe the book just sucked. Maybe the book sucked. Because, <laughs> like, I don't think this fits the mold. Right. Of what I expected from, like, Well, because we Bond. haven't had this thing at any other point. Like, up to that point in the Bond movies, Bond's not really like a one-gal type of dude. You know, sure. he's Whatever, yeah. he's running around with whoever, whoever, whoever's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's it's getting like, with he's her. roofing everybody. Like he is. <laughs> I'm not even more. I'm not even like really. The problem isn't with the fact that he married a girl. It's the fact that she only shows up in the beginning, and then she's out of the second act, and then in the third act, she just comes back to get married. I don't think that's. Yeah. If you want Bond, like I don't have a problem with that because what Bond's whole thing is is that he is a womanizer. Yeah. And what is the ultimate form of womanizing? Having a wife. In my, I mean, like, or being about, I mean, whatever. But, like, to be, like, to be, like, the married Bond, whatever, like, you have, like, that girl, right? And to right. have him deal with tragic loss is a really, like, to have him deal with tragic loss is a really, like, powerful storytelling. Yeah. You know, 
you know, aspect or trope or whatever, you know. But, again, she's only in fucking, like, not even half the movie. And, honestly, it's kind of confusing. Yeah. So I don't really think that it did it. I don't think it did a great job. Of, like, I bet it's better in the book. If I had, I mean, I haven't read any of them. Yeah, I guarantee it's better in the book because in the movie that's better in yeah yeah in the movie that's it's a fucking it's a mess. It's bad. It, yeah, it just goes against everything of Bond. The fun. now, granted, I mean, maybe it's just that that unique tale. Like, because if you think about it, you know, the books are all like a continuous series. So, you know, if you think that. You know, this is that time Bond got married and, you know, the bitch died. You know, and it was a whole thing. And now he's different because of it. And then I wonder if that affects his character, you know, moving on in those books, you know. Which probably does, yeah. Absolutely, it probably does. And if you're following the book, great. But, like, the way you've portrayed him up to this point, I feel like you just have to kind of cut that. Yeah, you do, because... And this this is the only time Bond's fallen in love. Up to this point, Sean Connery has portrayed James Bond as a insatiable hungry rapist and, and that was yeah he's not very charming these i mean back then i don't i get i get confused because i don't know what lens to look through it anymore yeah like to me what i feel is that james bond is not a good man <laughs> exactly i don't think he was a good man maybe the book portrays him differently but I do not think James Bond's a good man I hate to cut that out put it in the intro <laughs> James Bond is not a good man that's fantastic <laughs> it's around 51 minutes <coughs> James Bond is an evil person <laughs> um, just the way you've portrayed him up until this point you can do that like change change the story up a little bit Just it just doesn't fit right a total all. like it's a total character shift all of a sudden, yeah, y'all marry her. The mob boss's daughter. Sure, fuck it, I'll marry her. Yeah. What, you were going to resign a week ago? Not anymore. And now I am. Now because I Because I'm getting married. Right. It's like, oh, okay, so you just... It's a mess. And then we watch Bond make copies. <laughs> he breaks in I this dude's about, office. Yeah, yeah. This he, dude has a cement mixer. He throws a suitcase in there. A, bit, a, a trunk, rather. It's a the trunk. Way. Oh, I think this was the only time that he really used a spy, like, he only used spy equipment in this scene. In this movie, yeah, right. the whole movie, that yeah. was the only time. That, right, yeah. He, like, had this fucking, it was a whole device. It wasn't just, in the last movie, he was able to um, get through the lock with just a little device. Now, it's a whole fucking thing where somebody uses a crane to bring this equipment into the second story window. Right, but you have to remember, not only was it a safe pick, or a safe uh, tapper, right, but it was also uh, a copy machine. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, the copy machine was very important, I guess. Um, <laughs> stealing the documents. So, yeah, he puts it in his cement mixer, and you know his, his, uh, his little ally there, as it lifted up to that balcony, he comes out, grabs it, sets it up, picks up a newspaper. Someone's hidden a Playboy in there. He's like, oh, 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 and he's looking at the spread and smiling. Looking at the centerfold. So, yeah, centerfold. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. And then he's making copies. You know, yeah, that's probably just, five minutes. It's a five minute scene. It's a five minute scene. Him making yeah, copies. it's printing. He's like, yeah, he's like, do you see that? Let's get another shot of him printing stuff. 
There we go. There we go. I think they get it. You the think they get it? The worst part about that scene is that they have the like, uh, like suspenseful music going on. Yeah. And everyone they keep cutting back to the guy's face, like looking back and forth on the street. Yeah. But then the you know, and then the co- like the fucking copier is just being a copier. It's like this is, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I can't. And then he walks it. out, and you think like some dude's gonna come around the corner, and he shuts the door, and he's like. Got his folder full of copies. Yeah, he's, like, he's just. What are you gonna do with these things? He's just walking around. Oh, by the way, he takes the copier slash safe tapper, and he just tosses it back in the cement mixer. Yeah, just blah, Yeah, okay, it's very durable. Yeah, very durable sure. copy. He doesn't give a fuck about government equipment. We already no, know this. we know so this. We know this. Throw in the trash. It's trash now. I don't. It's trash now. Trash I've now. used it. Yes. <laughs> it's no. It's of no use to anyone. I've used it now. Yeah, he just leaves. And he walks to M's office, and uh, he's talking about this information he's got now. And now he's a butterfly expert. And M apparently is just at his office doing doing his hobbies. I forget what that's called. They yeah, it. they said the word in the they movie. Said, said I don't know, and I don't care enough to study, look it up. Yeah, the study of like. But he's like, now you're a butterfly expert. Like he's like, yeah, I know everything. James Bond knows everything, just so you know. He's a butterfly expert. Which I think that goes part of that misogyny thing where it's like, oh, well, men know everything. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, this... Mansplaining. This, yeah, mansplaining. Yeah. That'd be shit, right, exactly. So he's, you know, oh, well, that's a that's a Corthius butterfly. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, I bet you know what the fuck kind of... Get the fuck out of my face, James. Exactly. So, yeah, he goes to uh, Hillary Bray. Sir Hillary Bray. Sir Hillary Bray. Sorry. It's, it's his alias. Um... Well, there's a guy, and he's disguised as Sir Hillary Bray. Well, right. It's because, because, this is, oh, wait, right there. Portugal. Where did I just see Portugal? I saw Portugal. Yeah, I told you Portugal. There it is. Draco's birthday party in Portugal. I, well, I was looking for it earlier because I wanted to confirm, and I just yeah. couldn't fucking find it. Okay. Now, of course, when you're not looking for it, it's like, Portugal! Yeah. Anyway, the whole plot of this movie is his in. To get to Blofeld. This is because Blofeld wants to know more about his family history. <laughs> That's how he gets in. I hated it. I hated this movie. I'm really interested in Ancestry.com. I need an expert to come Except out it's here. 1969. Yes. So what am I going to do? Yeah. Bond figures out his title later. Just a quick note. Sorry. His, like, family crest says the world is not enough. That's a title later. The world is not enough? Yeah. I, I believe in the uh, Pierce Brosnan uh, movies. One of, That's one of the titles. Just a cool little thing. Um, I have no idea what this fucking note is, because I can't read half of it. It says, we found out why the girl screamed. Now we figured out where the Ivan came from, look came from. I don't know what the fuck it says. So, whatever that note is, it's bullshit. We're we're labeling. We're I don't walking. know. I don't remember a girl screaming. I don't know what the lock, what look, Ivan. I don't know what it is. So moving on. Okay. Um. At this point in the movie, I said at least he's doing spy things. You're talking about when he's he, undercover. In, yeah. yeah. He's I'm, undercover, he's I'm figuring out magnetic locks, like it's yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, we're getting there. I don't, 
I don't think we've gotten there yet. What right. I was going to talk about. But he's at, so he's at this resort where yeah. supposedly all these girls get get treated for their allergies. Yeah, that's where I was. Yeah, that's where. Uh, this girl says, uh, "Chicken used to make me break out all over. You'd be surprised where." And then she's eating chicken and staring at him. And they show they're just basically because it's all these girls locked up in this facility, and so they're all they're psychos. They're it's all like insane. that Catholic schoolgirl like classic uh thing of like oh catholic school girls are naughty because they're all locked up and there's no men around right so the presence of men is you know insatiable it's insatiable so like they're showing all these girls eating and the one girl's like deep throat in a banana and when she's eating it's not like that dramatic but she's like really sticking it in her right. mouth like yeah. and i just i want to in 1969, I wanted to see the director that tells that girl, like, really? I mean, like, act like that banana's, like, you know, a dick. Right, suck you know? it. Yeah, yeah like, really banana. suck that banana. Like, I want to see that instruction. to the And the girl just, in 1969, just going. Being uncomfortable. Uh, and, um, you want me okay. to suck it? You want me to suck the banana? <laughs> it's $75,000 I'm paying you. Yeah, yes, suck the right. banana. <laughs> oh, by the way, we didn't do budget. We'll do the oh. budgets at the end, because oh, I got... Because I, I wrote down every budget for every bond. Got it. I have that. So, yeah, this girl writes a lipstick on his leg in lipstick, her room number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you, I'm, you had something about all the girls, right? Or was it about the food? Um, thing? I mean, really, ultimately, the, the, the worst part about that whole scene is them eating. Because yeah. they really chow and, down. And it's just forever. And they're, and uh, like a long time, they're just eating. And it's really gross. Yeah. Because they're not eating, like, attractive food. They're eating corn on the cob and, like, She's tater eating pots. Chicken. And She's chicken, staring at like, eating like, chicken. Eating fucking chicken wings. Like, it's fucking gross. Yeah. And then the b- women are beautiful. They're all beautiful it's women. It's like, what is going and on here? And, look, they hit a diversity quota there. They did do women from all over the world. Which, I like how this is there all over the world in 1969. Yeah, they're yeah. like... One, and you, one, one, I don't one. know if you noticed this, by the way. In the credits, it shows... It says the girls. It says yeah, yeah. the girls, and then it says all of, like... It says, uh, like... And they don't have names. It says India. Irish girl. Irish, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, so it says, like, Irish girl. But, like, I love how their idea of, like, girls from around the world is just a girl from every fucking country in Europe... And then yeah. Indian girl, Australian girl. Yeah. Uh, Most of them white. Yeah. And yeah. then an Indian and an Asian. Yeah. And then there was also a uh, fucking, um, they had one other one. I forget. Like, it didn't say African. It was like, they had, it was something, I forget what the fucking, we got to go back and look at the uh, credits. But We it was have like, Australian, American, Israeli, German, yes, Irish, Israeli. English, Scandinavian, Chinese, Jamaican, Indian. It was the Israeli one that threw me because yeah. I'm like I don't see, I don't I can't tell which one's like I'm like what there was a fucking Israeli girl. It there was basically like, like white 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 color color color. Yeah, <laughs> like, they're like, like yeah, they don't really yeah. have an idea of what's going on out there. Ridiculous. In the world. So you know Bond's being a little horn dog, of course. He's like, well, I can if you give me a room number, I'll uh, come right, show yeah, you right, these right, pictures. Right. Yeah. Talking about four golden balls and like oh yeah, and you had said sorry, you had said about. She wrote the lipstick on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She reaches... He's wearing a kilt, by the way. Oh, yeah, shit. I forgot about Apparently, that. Apparently, knights wear a kilt. Because, sir, that means you've been knighted, right? Yeah, I think the... I mean, I think the kilt... I don't think that's a big issue. Like, 
I'm sure there was a reason. And... Right, and he's wearing this this little patch, or, or not a patch, uh, this necklace-ish thing that hangs on his kilt, and it's a pouch. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, and of yeah, course, yeah. it's convenient, like right over his dick. <laughs> and so she writes the number on it under his leg, under his kilt, on his leg. And you know, the the lady, Fraulein, yeah, we'll call her Fraulein. I don't know what her fucking name is. But she's like, everything she's okay, like, so Bray? And he's like, uh, he's like, oh yes, just a stiffness coming up in the shoulder. That was a good bondism. 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 That's fair. Just a sniffness, stiffness coming the stiffness up in the shoulders. Stiffness in the shoulders. Yeah. Coming on in the shoulders. Yeah, stiffness go. coming on in the shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes and meets Sam Blofeld. They changed the blow, the guy who plays Blofeld. It was Donald Pleasant's last movie. How many actors at this point? I know you're trying to figure it out, but do you know how many actors they've had at this point? To my knowledge, it's two. I don't know if Donald Pleasance did, <coughs> did it. Because they had, like, a number one. Like, I couldn't find him credited on the Wikipedia page. Because I know I know there's a number one in um, From Russia With Love. Mm-hmm. When they talk to that yelly girl, the yelling girl mm-hmm. with the knife foot. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that other sweaty guy. Whose plan fails? The chess player. Um, so I know he talks there. I think he talks in Goldfinger. No, I don't think we see any number one in Goldfinger. No, I don't think so. But so I know one a dude plays him there. There's a number one in Thunderball. So I don't know who plays him there. It's at least two. So it's at least two. Okay. If I had to guess, probably three. Unless I thought this, less I thought this actor everywhere. from Blofeld or I mean. The inspiration for Doctor Evil is, it's incredibly. Oh, it's obvious. It's for sure. obvious. It's so obvious. But a continuity thing is Blofeld had a little eye scar. Yeah. And and you only live twice, and he has nothing in this movie. He just has a face. Oh, that's right. It's like what, I didn't I, I didn't think about that. You're right. You're right. I didn't fucking realize that. But he has this little meeting with Blofeld, and then he reports to to uh, Ruby's room. Real quick, before yeah. we get too far into the whole him, Dennis systeming all these women, I want to comment how I did not realize that it was the James. I didn't realize it was Bond until he took his glasses off. Yeah, he fucking Clark Kented you. Yeah, he Clark Kented. I swear to God, I've never been Clark Kented in my life. Yeah, he had a pair of glasses and a top hat on. Because for the f- he takes his glasses off, you go, that was Bond the whole time. Yeah, it been, was like the comic I, response of like. I've been like kind of drinking and smoking a little bit, so I've been you know I get a little tipsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of watching the movie, and you know my initial thought is, who the fuck is this nerd on this helicopter? Yeah, because he got glasses and a fedora on, and I'm like. This guy's fucking lame, and he's getting airsick, and I'm like Jesus. And then he gets back to the fucking hotel. Well, he's room. acting. He's I mean, yeah, apparently he's, he's being a spy. He's being a spy, and you're like, that's a damn good spy. <laughs> yeah, he takes his glasses off, and I'm like, wait a minute. Takes the fedora <laughs> on. Takes the fedora off, and I'm like, this motherfucker, right? <laughs> that might have been in my bad though, because yeah, I'm not used to seeing Mr. Lazenby. Right. Exactly. Run of the right. If, yeah, yeah really what it was. Yeah, the only undercover shit Bond's done is he's like, he puts his little wig on and a little skin yeah, over, like, extra skin over his eyes. He's Japanese. like, I'm Japanese now. <laughs> yeah, Lazy B puts a fucking hat on and the glasses. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's Clark Kent. Uh, yeah, he goes to Rose's room and he's talking. And so he's supposed to be gay, I guess. 
Because they're like, because yeah, like, I, I, I really... all the girls are like, I thought you don't prefer women. And he goes, well, not usually, but you're special. And then he's, he's like, oh, 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 Hillary. And he's like, call me Hilly. Yes, yes. Like, he says, call me Hilly. And he said, this is very important because he yeah. says the same thing like three fucking times. He says, call me Hilly. Yeah. And then after that, what he's is like, it? You look, yeah, yeah. Don't turn the light on. You look so good. Uh, especially by firelight. Uh, yeah, especially by You're firelight. You're a picture. Oh, I want to see the pictures. It is like, but you're a picture yourself. Yes. You look so good. Especially by firelight. Boom. I thought you don't prefer women. I don't usually. But you're special. Locks yeah. that in at 8 o'clock. And then he comes American back to his girl. room. Comes back to his American room. American girl is like, hey. And then he's, you know, he, get, he gives her the whole same exact line. Exact same lines. Like a fucking sociopath. Yeah. That's insane, dude. And then he's got the whole thing planned for the that next night. But he rolls in the room and Fraulein's like, this guy's been running around fucking my fucking my, my girls, subjects. my subjects. And so he goes, Ruby, and he like, you know, grabs her in bed. And then Fraulein sits up and he goes, oh, Fraulein, fancy seeing you here. And then he gets clubbed over the head. Very oh, wild. not to mention, he's in Ruby's room and uh, Blofeld has all these tapes because he's I guess part of their their treatment is uh, they get like a hypnotist hypnotizing yeah, very kind of thing MK Ultra. treatment very a MK, little bit yeah. yeah very MK Ultra and uh, she uh, <laughs> just one of the things that Blofeld says in the little recording is uh, is I've taught you to love chickens <laughs> yes I forgot about this yes go ahead go ahead I'm sorry yeah go ahead. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's going on about chickens, how she's allergic to chickens, and and then he's like, "I've taught you to love chickens," and it's just the cheesiest line. It, you get it if you watch the movie. I understand that like a lot of these movies were probably like just like talking to the ether, and most people have watched them, and like yeah, it's unfortunate they're not available on some kind of streaming at the moment because we could be like, go watch it on here, but they're not. Like I just own all the DVDs, so like. I don't know, try your local library if you want to watch these movies. Yes, I mean, or, or we're just talking to dead air. Or your but. local, um, I mean, secondhand DVD oh, store. Oh, for like sure, for have. sure, for sure, yeah. I mean, most stores, if you're if you're listening to this in America, you probably have the ability to go to a secondhand store. Shit, if you're in Europe, I guarantee they have a secondhand DVD store. Or yeah. a secondhand video game store, like a GameStop. A, like... Or if you're into movies and collected movies, I mean, shit, pick your movie up. But I mean, most DVDs on Amazon, you're talking like, I mean, granted, if they're in good stock, but you typically get like a DVD on Amazon for like five bucks. If you like you know? movies, if you really, really like, just maybe not cherish movies. I don't think I cherish them, but if you, if you appreciate movies, if you appreciate movies for what they are, buy you a fucking five dollar movie. And yeah, watch it, you know. Do the collection thing, man. Yeah, I mean, that's I, I, the only the only movie I need to buy is uh, No Time to Die. It's the only one I don't own. I own all the other Bond movies. Well, and I also don't own ne Never Say Never Again. But that you like can't find anywhere. It's a Connery movie. I've not seen it. Yeah, it's probably. I mean, it's hard to find. It's like the like Connery came back like randomly, and I think in the middle of the seventies and did it. I'd have to do more research on it, but we should, we should, you know what. You can cut this if you want. We should actually, we should buy it. We should try to figure it out. Yeah, I'd love to do it. Yeah. After we're done with this, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. For real. Yeah. But like, so I guess the whole thing with why it's not like crazy recognized is because, um, like Broccoli, 
Albert R. Broccoli and Ian Fleming had like nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah, you told me that. And they had like everything to do with pretty much everything else. I mean, obviously, it had to be passed on at a certain point because these guys are fucking ancient, you know, and so they died at a certain point. But, yeah. you know, it, it just wasn't the traditional people involved. And so it's not like real recognized. Overall, I mean, this might be getting way too. Uh, this is getting really ahead of it. Okay. Overall, I think Ian Fleming and Albert R. Broccoli do a fucking great job. Sure. In the James Bond universe. Overall. I mean, I've seen. This is the, what, fifth movie, right? We're on six. This is the sixth movie. Yeah, well, so. No. Rush with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball. Twice. I'm going to Secret Service 6. Yeah, this is the sixth one. Seventh is Diamond Dark Forever. I mean, if I had to overall rate the Broccoli franchise, I'd say it's pretty good. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure how long they keep going. We'll have to look that up later, yeah, too. We'll look, yeah, I mean, we'll eventually um, get to the end of Broccoli's. And the other thing about, about the girls thing yeah. is the, the kilt reveal. Like, you know how, like, usually the big, like, naked reveal is a girl, like, dropping her dress? Oh the yeah, dude's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But the girl's like laying in bed and she's all giggling. Oh yeah, I and didn't he know. like drops the kilt and she goes, "It is true." And like, I don't know what the fuck that That's, means. I did not even realize that. That's fucking I hilarious. I, I'm not sure what the so it is true meant for her because he was talking about like four gold balls earlier. Is it gold balls? Is it uh, you are special? That is true. Like I'm not well, sure. Well, I forget what the, what the word. I forget what the exact word. He was talking about different like bezels that you put on like a like a seal of arms, and he was talking about like oh you put like that's a sword or that's a shield and that's a that's a I forget what the word is, but and she's like oh yeah. what does that mean and he's like oh well it means gold balls yeah and four then, gold balls right yeah, right it means, it means gold balls and then. Afterward is that scene where she's like, "Oh, it is true." So I think yeah, it was so more like kind maybe of he hung something there. Well, no, I think no, I think I think it was more <laughs> in reference to that kind of like, "Oh, well, you've got golden balls." Balls. Like, Look yeah, at those like balls. Golden balls. <laughs> listen, man. I, Listen, Never I, had your I know balls as men, we sit down there and look at them, and we're like, "God, look at them balls." <laughs> look at my balls. Look man. at them those balls. Look good. I mean, like, I don't. Bro, I, I very seldom look at my balls. And I'm like, them things look good. Right. There's no. I mean, there's very, very few girls out there that are like, I want a nice set of balls. You <laughs> right. know, they want dick. I'm not trying. No, for, I'm, I'm not speaking for the for the women out there. I'm speaking for the men. <laughs> yeah. <There's, laughs> there is. You have to have a nice set of balls, man. You gotta have a nice set of balls. Alright, we're talking about balls a little too much. Let's, 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 let's go. Let's you want to move past I want to move past the balls. Let's move on to what golden balls are. So no, gold, no, we're are, good. Are All we right. past so, it? Okay. Yeah. Blofeld smokes weird. Picture this. Guy smoking a cigarette. Guy's got an open palm, right? He's like holding his hand out like, give me some change, sir. Right, right, right. Right? <coughs> Cigarettes in his mouth. And then he comes up and he brings his thumb and his index finger together. Never, never moving his hand. Very unnatural. From, like, open change position. If you smoke a and he just brings thumb know. and index finger. And that's how he smokes. He holds it, and he comes up, and he takes it out of his mouth. And then he's holding it as if, you know, he were holding, uh, like, a, a, pen. Teacher like a, pen. With, uh, like a teacher with, like, a stick. You know, it's like, and this, and number two, and number three. Right? Right. But that's, yes. that's how he smokes. And it bothers me. I don't like the yeah, <laughs> he said, I don't like Blofeld. And he's giving James the the talk about his uh, his little world. Basically, he's doing world infertility. 
that's his big uh, master plan. On on uh, his, which because you know which overall like when you're looking at it from a big picture standpoint, that's pretty cool. Like you're right. like you're just gonna like make every woman and every fucking plant infer- infertile. Like okay, it's a cool idea. Sure, you know what I mean. But when he's talking about it, it doesn't sound that cool. Yeah, he, he said says, he says no humans and I'll wipe out uh, plants and cereals. Word, you gonna take out the cereal? <laughs> not Golden <laughs> Grass. Not, not the cereal. Fruit Loops. No, not the C- certainly not Honey Bunches of Oats. Yes, especially Honey Bunches of Oats. No, you wouldn't dare. <laughs> what about? Shredded wheat thins, or no? What? What? Shit! What's that called? Frosted, frosted mini wheats. Frosted mini wheats. You wouldn't dare touch my frosted <laughs> mini wheats. I would. I would dare. <laughs> no. Yeah, cereal. That got me. You know what I think is safe though? I've taught you to love chickens. I think uh, Rice Krispies are probably safe though, right? Right. Rice Krispies are safe. Yeah. Snap, crackle, pop. Hey. Yeah. Rice based cereal. I'm in that shit, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> so, but that that's all after he's caught. And he gets taken to the uh the, 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 the poly room, if you will, of uh all the all the cables for the ski lifts. I think I don't know if, Is I that mean, what you yeah, call that? Polies? Like I cables, would say that's like gears. entry point for the gondola. I don't know the poly I thought room. gondola was like a chandelier. No, gondola is if I'm I don't want to sound really stupid. I don't know how to spell it. <laughs> this is the most American bullshit. Oh, oh my god, we're like, oh, we're so American. All right, so look up gondola. Yeah, I think a it's a light, flat-bottomed boat used on Venetian canals, having a high point at each end and worked by one oar at the Holy stern. Holy fuck! So I've been saying the wrong word for this shit. So it is not a gondola. A gondola is. It's so a, we were both wrong because I thought it was a chandelier and you thought it was. No, a chandelier is a. Okay. Chandelier. Right, so let's let's work through this the American way. But wait, what did what did you what were you saying it was? I was saying a gondola. wheel. I was saying gondola. You were saying. But chandelier. you were saying it was a wheel. No. What were you saying a gondola was? No, I was saying a gondola was the fucking um, the lift. Oh no! I think that's just them. a ski lift. No, I think <laughs> there's a, I think that. there's a word for it though. I mean, I, a gondola. Obviously, like, I'm not retarded because I know... Ski lift gondola. I know a gondola is a word. Ski lift gondola. <laughs> Ski lift gondola. There you go. Okay, so, so what is a gondola? gondola. It is a gondola, things. right? I thought a gondola was a chandelier. No. That's what I was confused about. No, a chandelier is just a fucking, like, a light fixture. But so they I are called gondolas. I gondola chandelier real quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be a chandelier. Uh, it's C-H-A-N. Chandelier gondola. Okay. Oh, so like same deal, like kind of a boat-ish thing. That's what. All right. So we're both right. Here's the thing. Everybody's right. We were born into a country where we are not completely ignorant, but we have a lack of true understanding of the world. So like we say things, we're like, oh yeah, I know what taco tacos are. Like I know Mexican culture. I go to Taco Bell. Well, that's, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, like, but that's, that's kind of the, so, the same problem. Is yeah. it like, okay, like, oh, yeah, I know what a gondola is. It's like, do you, do you, there's do you hardly, do you hardly many, know what a fucking gondola is? Apparently there are many, uh, dis- there's different forms of a gondola, right? Apparently. So you talk to Italians and it's learned. like, Italians are like, no, a fucking gondola is a fucking Venetian boat. It's like, eh, no, 
It's a ski lift. Right. Might be a little ignorant, but I don't think it's um, truly ignorance. It's more laziness. Yeah, absolutely. Because we have so many options. It's like, well, my gondola is a ski lift. Your gondola is a boat. Fuck you. Mine's a chandelier. Exactly. Yours is a chandelier. So... So he's in that room. <laughs> he said, mine's a chandelier. So, so he's in that room with all the cables that, that take the ski lift, the gondola. Right, okay, up. so excuse right. me. Right, so we were talking about that. I think it really was just like the room where like all the gears are. I think. Right. Sorry, yeah. Which is essentially what I was saying. So you just said what I said, basically. Right, again. so like I'm yeah. saying what you're saying. Yeah, so, yeah, so I'm saying what you're saying. I love that. You're saying so. Like Charles does that to me all the time, where it's like I'm saying a thing, and then he's like, okay. Describe, like, where that pen is sitting on the desk. It's on the desk. Actually, it's not really, like, on the ground or on the ceiling, but it's kind of, like, on the desk, like, in the corner. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, like, both Charles and Dakota do that to me sometimes. It's just funny. But, yeah, so he's in that room. And... He, you know, he, he tries a couple things. It's not going well. Right? So Bond, he, he takes his pockets out. Yeah. And he just turns them off. Okay, hold on. You gotta really explain this. So, you like, know, I don't think people say you understand. got a pocket, right? All right. He's wearing dress pants. Now, granted, like, here I got jean pockets on, right? Yeah, these are jean pockets. And Pull you your know, pockets out. All the way out. Yeah, they're all the way out as far as I can go. Now, I've never tried to rip this. my pockets. I'll, 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 I'll test on these pants. I don't give a fuck. You don't, because, you I don't, don't think it'll work. I don't. Listen, this okay. is how much I fucking know. This so basically, he pulls the pocket all the way out. And this is a guy who's decently athletic, right? Yeah. He's not, I mean, this guy's decently strong. And so what he does is he just takes the pocket. At the, and like, he's get, he gets a big handful of pocket. Um, he does it one side at a time. All right, so one side at a time. I'm going yeah. right, so I'm gonna go right first because I'm right, dom- I'm right dominant. And he basically, he goes, he holds the pants, and then he just turns it off in one shot. <laughs> Dude, I actually, holy, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> You just ripped your jeans, Dude, huh? Dude, I, I think I just ripped them a little bit. <gasps> From the inside? Holy shit! Alright, so maybe that one checks out. I mean, but, like, okay, if I so put enough, deal. like... Hold your... Hold, like... I'll okay. go left. I'll go left. I would here. ask... Yeah. I would ask, uh, uh, public... Yeah. If you right. have pockets right now... Yeah, yeah. Feel the inside of your pockets. Like, pull the pocket out, and just feel how thick the layer of fabric is of the pocket. Well, let me... And let me ask you, me, hold on, hold do on. you think you could use them as mittens to <laughs> to uh, to climb across steel cables? I think that's the ultimate question. Do you question. think that the pocket, the fabric of the pockets would not wear away in three or four strokes of just sliding down the cable? After almost ripping my pockets out of the socket, I'm realizing so maybe, that the real point is that I don't think that James Bond using his pockets is the right so yeah, idea. maybe the tearing out of the pockets is fine. Maybe it's maybe it's realistic because yeah, you did just kind of damage your pocket. Yeah, a little bit, but I don't think it was that. I maybe, really have to like, tear these. And I would think with like dress pants, because like okay, we're wearing jeans. Yeah. Right. I would think with that with dress pants, your pockets are probably even more flimsy, right? Because dress pants are like yeah. a thinner fabric. They're like a nice. Thing. Like, we're wearing jeans, yeah, they're supposed man, to be a little durable. Yeah, right, right, right. So, like, I don't think, I especially don't think dress pants pockets. You're just sliding down a cable. And, like, I feel like that fabric's wearing away like that, dude. Just, you're going to tear something. That's a good point. Um, I think. I've never done it. 
And I'm not going to do any experiments because I'm an American. I mean, I, I, listen, I've got I so many pairs of fall, I just I talk irresponsibly, and so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, next next week, you're going to get some dress pants, of, yeah, pockets, I'll, I'll and steel cables, and you're just going to start. No, I think I start think jerking week, off a steel cable. I think next week. Yeah, I mean, next week what <laughs> yeah. we do is you bring over a fucking steel cable. Yeah, I got I got a steel cable guy. <laughs> I got a steel cable guy. Uh, don't, don't even worry. trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna bring a steel cable guy over, and we're gonna, I'm gonna fucking pull my pockets out and <laughs> see what happens, man. Uh, yeah, when he's in that room, there's a couple that like he looks, he looks at the wheels, and everything starts moving on him, and he's like, oh, and then he looks at his watch, and then that's it. Like he just looks at his watch. You think maybe he's synchronizing? Something. I thought that he was synchronizing his but, watch. I think it's just as random as if someone's using the lift, it's going to move. I don't think it has anything to do with your watch. It was just exactly. funny. Exactly. As if he's like, oh no. Every five minutes. What time is it? That's what, dude, this is exactly what I thought his thought process was, right? Gondola goes. He watches, because this is exactly the scene they show us. It, the gondola goes, and then it comes back, and he's looking at his watch. Yeah. Right? And then he starts scaling this shit. And then it starts moving again. And then it starts moving. And it's like, okay, so what, you just didn't have a good read? Or, like, yeah. you're not, like, you're kind of taught as, like, a fucking secret, secret service agent to, like, follow patterns, right? Yeah. So, like, if every five minutes the gondola fucking goes, every five minutes, don't follow the fucking gondola. Right. But I think, cool. maybe, I think maybe he tried to get it. If there's if there's anything of that scene, unless it was just completely random. But there's okay. Unless right, maybe right, he was right. trying so, to beat a deadline. So the, there's no. there's that factor too of like maybe he was trying like he knew the girls were leaving or whatever and he was trying to get there. So what? But it just seemed really a, pointless that he was just like. He wanted <laughs> to meet a deadline to what like rape more women? No, because they're leaving and he's got to follow. You know. He's got to try to intercept the whole plan. He's got to see what the plan is. I mean, I get, they get yeah, uh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Actually, it was just like, it was a funny sequence, was all, because he's like, the wheels are turning. What time is it? <laughs> I but know. I think I honestly like I don't want to. I know we're gonna sit here for an hour. You said don't spend an hour on every fucking <laughs> scene, but this seems very important because when he looks at his watch, it means something. What the <laughs> fuck does it mean? Because, I think it was the deadline thing. Okay. All right, because I didn't think about that, the deadline thing. Because he knew I, I he knows they're leaving. He's got to figure right. out Blofeld's plan, all that shit. That's true. Yeah, I didn't I even, think it's that. I'd agree. Right. I'd agree because I'm more desperate than anything. Because <laughs> at this point, like, I, you, I even told you. I thought it was, like, a, a synchronization thing. I did, yeah. That's what I was trying to think of. And then only really sitting here now hashing it out did I go, oh, maybe... It's right. that, that's the benefit of like talking with people is you just go like, you, you don't kind of unlock, you get words moving right, and right, then right. you're like, oh, you maybe, kind of figure out yeah, a little differently, yeah, it gets the, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe he was trying to, you know, figure out Blofeld plan, original thought for me. Um, skiing green screens were rough. He finally gets away and he's skiing down the mountain. He's one skiing at a certain point. Yeah. His ski breaks. <laughs> it's yeah, just... The, um, I mean, like... I can't... We can't go after him over the green screen. No. Yeah, we can't go I'm over... Not, I just... It's the just green a, screen's fine. Again, it's just fine. an age thing where you just you just point out, like, right. oh, that's funny. Yeah. I'm not being a cunt with the green screen. It's just... it's it. I, I really do like old movies. Yeah. Like, and so when you watch old stuff and you just go, like, nah... 
Yeah, because it was kind of like... that kind of stuff. Because you definitely know there was a person, like a stunt double, doing some fucking... Because there was real skiing There was real skiing. On. Yeah, so there and was some... they would do a quick scene of like... Just laser with face. the fucking... He'd have his fucking... Uh, what are they called in skiing? What are these called The ski... Sticks? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't ski, man. I don't know. Whatever the fucking ski, ski sticks We're, we're calling them ski sticks. Yeah, by the way. Fucking, ski jousts? Uh, yeah, the jousts. Yeah, the, ski, <laughs> the ski, jousts. ski jousts. He's got a ski joust. Ski up like poles? This. I bet it's ski It's poles. It's, it's poles. definitely it's poles, 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 right? Yeah, it's poles. Holy fuck. Did they really just take that long to figure out poles? I don't know, man. Holy shit. Anyway, so he's got his poles up like this, and every you know every every couple of seconds they show a scene of fucking Lebowski or whatever the fuck his name is doing this. <laughs> Lebowski, George Lebowski, fucking That's George good. Lebowski. Yeah, Lazenby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah, mean, yeah. You you need it in some cases. I get it. And with the old stuff, it, it's it's not like a what the fuck is a green screen. It's just kind of like a nah, you know. Right, like a little. I like I like the old stuff, yeah, man. It's good. I just I just thought it was funny because it's like, well, was it was it that they didn't want that second angle of the stunt dude coming down the mountain? Because you're not gonna tell that it's not Lazenby because he's got the goggles and the hat on and everything. So was it that they didn't want to do that whole like second angle well, of the camera, think, or do you think it was really that important that they're like Lazenby needs FaceTime right now? And, I could see that. I could think that in 1969, continuity what they thought of continuity was a little different than what we thought today. Well, and I bet I bet it's an actor thing of, like, dude needs FaceTime. So, like, they may have the stunt dude, like, going down the think, mountain skiing, but, like, he's, like, lazing being his FaceTime in the scene. That scene was so quick. That, those scenes where he was flying down the mountain on the green screen were so quick. Right. It's that, flashes. It's that, literally, I like... I think it really comes what's down... What's going to, on? Okay. It really comes down to an After Effects. Yeah. Or... I don't, I don't even CGI because it's not computer graphics. But oh, like, so you're saying they got like the post. lengthen the scene a little bit? The p- yeah, because if you just if you just watch them go down a mountain for <laughs> for sixty seconds, it's not gonna be as like. No, I'm not even really saying. I guess I'm not really even saying that. I'm just saying. Like, what are you saying? I okay, all right. Let me let me get. Well, let's okay, let's see if you you're are cutting saying me anything. off and it's starting to piss me off. All right. No, I'm just saying that. As far as continuity goes, right, yeah. in 1969, right, so we watch a film right now, right, you go and watch a fucking, this is the only, I don't know why it's on my fucking mind, you go watch Deadpool, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it's on my mind, it's the fourth wall break, but you go watch that, and half of the scenes that you watch aren't really, they're not real, right? Because sure, yeah. there's a lot of computer reference. A lot of CGI, right? yeah. Exactly. So you can throw anything in there. Throw a fucking red costume on it. Or paint a red costume on it. And look, that's fucking Deadpool. Yeah. Back in the day, it was you had to try really fucking hard to make the consumer or the viewer believe that that's fucking, that is James Bond going down that fucking hill. Right? So their, their market, or at least their ability to find like a, uh, a stunt double that looks like George Lazenby was probably a little bit harder, right? You're like, he's got brown hair. He's got this. He's got that, right? So we need we need a person who looks like George Lazenby. So you go out there, you fucking, what, write in the newspaper? Put a fucking <laughs> ad up? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
all of a sudden, here comes three Joe Schmoes. And it's like, yeah, I look like George Lazenby. Yeah, I look like George Lazenby. What about me? Well, what are you guys willing to do? I'll ski down a fucking mountain. Um, well, what, you got brown hair? Yeah, I got brown hair. Let's send you down the mountain. Now. <laughs> where are we going? Now. Well, <laughs> fucking listen. Now, in 2022. Can you fucking listen? I you am motherfucker? Listening. In 2022, it's a lot easier to be like, looking for a person who looks like George Lazenby. You have to look like George Lazenby or else you don't fucking show up. Right. So, all these people come out and it's like, do I look like George Lazenby? Do I look like George Lazenby? No, 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 yes. This guy's coming over here. Do you know how to ski? No, what about you? This is my George Lazenby's. You know how to ski? You know how to ski? You know how to ski? No, yes, no, yes, no, come in. So you got all these people flying down this fucking mountain, and they all look like George Lazenby. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? Like, seriously, do you understand what I'm saying? I'm saying back in the day, back in the day, it was a lot harder to actually find somebody who looked like George Lazenby to yeah. throw down this mountain. Yeah, I got now it. Now in 2022, you'd be like, I got a, fi- I got a fucking hundred of these George Lazenby's willing to fly down this mountain for $50,000. And that's, that's the purpose the of the green screen. That, but that's the difference. Yeah. Yes, that's the purpose of the green screen. Now it's like that was the longest possible way of saying that's the purpose. So fucking listen to me, God, Aquana. <sighs> you send this person down the mountain looking like George Lazenby now, uh-huh. and it's like, okay, I got him. Back yeah. then it was like I got fucking Bob. I got Bob. I got Bob with a brown hair, uh, brown hair dye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. No close-ups for Bob. Back then, no close-ups for Bob. Now it's like, who does this guy look like? I bet I look like Ryan Reynolds. All right. Was it really that hard to follow? I don't think it was that hard. I know, it was just the longest possible path, you know? Well, fuck it. That's how the entertainment works, No, man. that's you fine. It's good. Hook, man. What do you want to give them all? Listen, man. The it's number, good. It's well, good. Ask me what the number one rule of sales is. All right. What's the number one rule of sales? I don't know, man. I've never sold anything. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? In that scene going down the mountain, there was about four times of day. The shot of Blofeld answering the phone. We have a problem. He's got like sunshine in. It's morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got sunshine on his face. He's like, oh, he hangs on the phone. Right, because he was sunshine supposed to be escaping. <laughs> He's escaping at night. At night. At night. He's escaping at night. It's morning, and then he's skiing down the mountain, and it's night. And then they go to <laughs> shot at the top of the mountain, it's morning. Shot going down the mountain, it's night. Morning, night, morning, night. What are we doing? What are we doing? And then when he gets down to the town at the bottom of the cliff, it's night. It's still night. So what was the morning thing about? I don't know what's going on. It, you know. There was there was some like we're done shooting, and it's like oh we didn't get the Blofeld thing. Uh, do we have any shots of him answering where the, the phone? Phrase, movie magic comes in. Yeah, yeah. Movie magic for sure. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. So when the girl rescues him. And they're driving away, and he tries to contact London, and they shoot the phone booth, and he runs away, gets back in the car, and then they're running, and they go to that festival, and there's this little Swiss car race going on. And he goes, let's drive into that crowd, maybe it'll discourage them. And <laughs> well, it doesn't discourage them. I think like They're the, evil um... people that want to make everybody on the planet infertile, and so I don't think they <laughs> mind taking out a few people in a large crowd. I mean... That whole scene where they, um, where James Bond escapes 
the goons. I'll just call them goons. Yeah, and Fraulein. Where James Bond... Ex- Fraulein and the goons. Uh, Fraulein, yeah. Where, where James Bond escapes Fraulein and the goons. I don't think it was a terrible scene. No, it's a fine scene. But I do think it was... I little... love I love the phrases that are used, like the logic that's used, like... It's like, maybe that crowd would discourage them. Right, right, right. Right. They want to stop humans from repopulating. But what, what, what fucked me up most about it is that he, he pretty much fucking skis down the hill and he's having this... The way that the the movie is supposed to show us that James Bond is freaking the fuck out. I don't know if you caught that same vibe. Yeah, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was supposed to be portrayed as, like, confused and, like, scared. Almost scared. Almost scared. Like, it was his first time being, like... What the fuck do I do? Yeah. And he sits down, and the first person he sees is... This old chick he was fucking... Word? Right. Knight in shining armor. Right. Like, this is how... Okay, this is how it's supposed to fucking go. It felt... Felt almost... Unnatural. And the other thing, with, you know, the non-traditional Bond thing, and why I didn't like the movie, too, is like... He's like the damsel. In distress. He is. He doesn't save a damsel in this movie. It doesn't save a dame. He's saved. Cool. That's cool. Which I mean, is like, fine. That's cool. Like I, I, That's cool. But you're breaking Bond formula is all I'm saying, you know? If you're going to break the Bond formula, do it right. I, <laughs> man, I... See, that's, yeah. a, I mean, that's a good point. Like, I kind of like that, that... That, like... That, it's still misogynistic in that sense, though. It really sure. is. Sure. It is still, though, because at the end, he still has ultimate control. He's yeah. got control over all of this. It's, it's not... It's not like, oh, well, I'm just going to be with this fucking girl who's not going to benefit old Bond. (laughs) (laughs) Bond's looking out for Bond. Yeah. Bond's looking out for number one. He's not. He's like, well, you got a car? All right, cool. Let's get the fuck out. Yeah, otherwise (laughs) he was like, all right, well, uh, you can follow me. You'll be my human shield. Yes, exactly. Yes, just follow me. There's bullets. (laughs) Uh, but his Bondism during that scene is, looks like we've hit the rush hour. Not great. Not great. Let's drive into that crowd, obviously. Yeah, I mean, so- um, the, uh, the one car flips over that's chasing him. Explodes. And in true Bond fashion, catches on fire instantly. Yeah. And then they all run out just in time for it to like, <laughs> good Classic. stuff, good stuff. Classical. And then later they're skiing, they're both skiing away. As as lovers do. Starts as. Do you want to talk about the the bar the barn love scene? I mean, every Bond says like, "Hey, we're gonna save that for our wedding night." (laughs) And then he immediately goes back on it. Let me just say that. (laughs) Let me just say that as far as like a love story goes, if we're trying to make these two characters really really care about each other, they went about it the wrong way. Yeah. Because all he's trying to do is fuck her. All the time. All the time. It's like, these these people like need to like actually get to know each other if they're going to fall in love. They can't just be fucking all the time. And that's all they're doing. It's like He's like, well, you sleep up there, I'll sleep down here. And then he um, takes his pitchfork. Uh, yeah. Thanks. And he knocks down where she's sleeping, which I thought would have been hilarious. Or <laughs> I feel like if anybody else tries to do it, like, if a normal dude, try, like, if you or I tried to do that, like, the pitchfork could go, like, the pitchfork could still be sticking out, and then she'd roll down the thing, and then she'd get, like, a pitchfork in her leg, and she's like, ah! <laughs> like, what? Exactly What's wrong? What Why'd you do that? Well, I'm sorry. Uh, I, was, I was trying to have sex with you. 
I'm very horny. I'm very horny. <laughs> do you think? Um, do you think we get his leg looked at in the morning and we can go ahead about our business? Yes, I need to get rid of the seed in me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought that was a little risky. This is mean, a risky move. Very risky. Very risky move. But they're skiing down the mountain. And it's the morning. They've left the barn. And then the bad guys are back on them. Of course Natural. the bad guys wait Which, until morning. Very, you know? yeah, let them make love. Let them have, yeah. have a sleep. Yeah, let them let sleep know? it off. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll get a fresh start in the morning. You got to think back in 1969, they didn't understand, like, uh, tactics. You know what I mean? Back then they were like, eh, I got to sleep, you got to sleep. I'll see you in the morning. Now, back then, there was no espionage. Even though he's a spy, there's no espionage. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> espionage. He's a spy, no espionage. So, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let you take a nap. Yeah, so there's a there's like a, like an old plow clearing the roads. And, of course, one of the one of the goons falls down in there. And, you know, all his guts are spraying out with the snow. The snow don't all turns like, red all of a sudden. Don't you think in this universe, like, once a week, these goons are flying down the hill chasing somebody? Like, that's kind of their job, right? Right. Like, there's... 007 is not alone. There's 008. The goons 006. are out! Yeah, the goons are out. Yeah, like... And you gotta think word travels pretty fast down the hill. You know what I mean? I, my, what's your job? Oh, well, I, I, I... I plow snow on the fucking Alps. Oh, cool, man. Like, who do you talk to during the day? Oh, well, there's like, you know what I mean? There's some goons. There's goons. <laughs> Once in a while, one of them gets stuck in my machine. It's all Yeah, it's thing. like, I just stop it. Like, there's probably an emergency stop button. Back in 1969, the only thing I had to fucking operate this... Just a big old steering wheel. <laughs> Whoa, this thing back What is that, a goon? I hit this brake, which is over here. <laughs> oh, I can't get to it in time. <laughs> like, God, like, press the brake. <laughs> press the fucking brake, man. So the bondism there is, he had lots of guts. <laughs> not bad. Not bad, not, not bad. bad. I'll take that. I'll take that. That's good bondism. But, uh, Blofeld starts an avalanche. With a big flare. Cool. That's cool. It's very cool. Very cool. Uh, they would definitely die in real life, I feel like. I don't think you're digging them out. I but mean, somehow, like... <laughs> she goes, James! James! He's like, keep going! I don't know how <laughs> avalanches work. I'm sure... I don't either, but I feel like... I'm sure like, if you're on skis, you got a good chance to get away from it, but like... I don't know, man. They were like... They were they rolling were down it. that hill they for a while. It. They were in that. It had to hurt. They're yeah. concussed. There's probably I mean, some broken stuff. I don't isn't know. Isn't that kind of part of what James Bond is? Is like kind of a superhero. He's like, indestructible. Indestructible. And he like, put his indestructible seed in her, so she was fine. So they're defeated, and then you know, MI6 is like, hey, we're just gonna fall to their demands, which is you brought up a fantastic point, of like, uh, hey, we know where this secret base is up top. Sure. Why don't we bring like a real military in? Bring like thirteen guys. Have I mean, them overtake. I think that, that many people. Yeah. Have just Alps. some seals. He's right there. Get the U.S. involved, but Britain's like, no, no, no. We're gonna. We keep this low. Keep this we're low. Keep this, keep this under the radar. We'll handle this, and then eventually they're just like, well, I guess we gotta negotiate with them, just like last movie with the whole like. Which I guess <laughs> the is whole the whole thing thing's about like, Britain knows everything, and they're just like. <laughs> They're just keeping it under wraps. Which I don't think that's very just good. Like, how do you feel about in America and Russia? We're they pretty like bad. It. We're pretty bad. <laughs> cool. Getting mad. I like that. Uh, <laughs> I like the <laughs> Alright, well. 
Uh, try not to blow anything up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. We'll talk to you guys later. We'll talk to you later. You guys have a bunch of nukes, and you guys are mad at each other. <laughs> I'm not in the middle. I'm not being a middleman, but you guys are both pussies. I don't know what's going on. I'll see you later. Uh, but no, this, like, mob guy, the father of, uh... Terry. No. Was her name Terry? Teresa? Tracy. Tracy. Sorry, Tracy. It is Teresa, and she says, Teresa was a saint. I'm Tracy. Yes. That's her line to him. Apparently, he's just got war supplies. He's got access to three helicopters and assault rifles and grenades. He's like, let's go. Her father, the mom. Oh guy. yeah, yeah, the mom guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's just got helicopters and grenades and well, assault rifles at his disposal. Yeah. yeah, as well as owning a construction company. So that's fun. You know how the mob is. And yeah, and apparently he's just got well-trained soldiers, ready to uh, you know overtake terrorist hideouts. That's who he is. I don't know about all that because it's not or... official MI6 business. No, because he's on leave. He's on, yeah, well, because M tells him, like, no, like, fuck your girlfriend. That's why I was confused we about don't give the guy who helped him with the fucking copier. Right. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, I'm on leave. He, he's some rogue. Am I, and they don't go into it. They're they not, don't. There's not, like, a conversation he has with that guy. By the where time he's, he's like, like <laughs> no, we didn't talk about where he tries to scale up the mountain. This, this, this random, the guy who fucking brings him the copier <laughs> tries to scale up the mountain. And then well, he no, gets I'm caught. Sorry. He tries to get on the gondola to get up to the mountain. He's like, what, I can't get up there? And, and they're goes, like, no, you can't get up it's there. It's closed. Go, it's closed, stupid. And he's like, okay. He's like, whoa, okay. Then he tries to scale the, the mountain and yeah. gets fucking killed. They First they capture him and he gets yelled at. And then they kill him so they can show James later. Hey, they say, what, uh, the tourists love the wax sculpture around here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, fuck you. It's just fuck so you. funny because it's like, Alright, so if he's an MI6 guy, then, like, why did M... Why was M, like, not mad? Like, the... <laughs> no one gave a fuck about that. No one. At the end of the movie, they were like, it's good for you to be married, James. And, and like, they didn't go, like, what hey, happened hey to James, him? hey, James, um, yeah, well, I don't know. Hey, you so want to give him, good. like, a name? Does he have a name in the cast? It's... We'll call wonder. him Tucker. We'll call him Tucker. It's my opinion, Hillary Bray. British service. I have secret service. 007's colleague, is Sean it? Campbell. Bro, why does that look so much like Bruce Willis? I told you it looked like Bruce Willis. <laughs> look at that. The guy's real name is Bernard Horsfall. Bro, that looks exactly like Bruce Willis. His, his name in the movie Sean Campbell. It's never said. So apparently it's just like his script name. Sean Campbell. Okay, so Sean uh, Campbell. So yeah, like M's not at any point like, Hey, by the way, 007, have you seen Sean? Sean, I don't necessarily know a Sean. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's... I think he's just he's just missing. missing. Huh. Interesting. Missing. Like, they're not mad about it. No. That, like, he was helping him out while he's on leave or anything. He's just like, uh... Yeah, you seen Sean? Missing. <laughs> yeah, missing. word, I don't understand. Although, well, shit. Okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking out of school here because he is... He is officially going up to the thing. By the, because he gets the copies, and then he says, "Am I'm going up here?" And Em's like, "Yeah, cool." Word. Yeah, so, he, yeah, yeah I forgot right, about right. that. He does officially tell Em that he's gonna be uh, killing Sean. But it is funny of like, like there were the no repercussions for Sean, like with the the copier and all that. They're just like, "Hey, Sean, like James is on leave. Like, what do we? 
Well, now that I'm thinking about it, I think that was all on Sean. Because he was... It's like, probably all on Sean. Like, but, like, he didn't talk I, to him or anything. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. There was like, there no was no conversation. There was no communication with Sean. It was just like, who's that blonde guy down there? And you had to tell me, like, oh, he's an MI6. He's cool, he's cool. Like, I feel like you could have cut the scene where James and Tracy are riding on horseback, holding, like, locking arms while on horseback, which is, like, probably incredibly hard to do, by the right. way. Well, maybe um, in the book, maybe in the book, like, Sean Campbell has a bigger role. Maybe, maybe. But like the whole thing of like, and like maybe we can skip them walking through the city and through the through the fountain with the gar the gardens and the fountains, and we can just have a quick scene where James is like, "Hey, Sean, uh, I'm gonna go up there. You get the concrete mixer. You you know, bring it over to me, and then I'll toss the copier in there as if it's not a thousand dollar piece of technology, and you'll bring it back down." Him and Felix had more of a. Uh Intimate relationship then. No Felix show. here, by the way. No Felix. No Felix, by the way. Yeah. They rescue Tracy. Yes. Get in a helicopter, and Tracy's like, we have to go back for James. She's freaking out. And he's like, you gotta calm down. And then he just knocks his daughter out. He knocks his own daughter out. He's like, bitch, get in the helicopter. Bam! He just knocks her out. Puts her to sleep, puts Second her in the helicopter. Second time she's been knocked out in this movie. <laughs> Like, her father was just totally cool with the fact that James, like, slapped her around earlier, just keeps fucking she her all the time. Dominated. She, needs, she to needs to be dominated. She needs to be dominated. And then we have, uh... Oh, by the way, Tracy takes out one of the one of the goons by herself. And apparently there's, like, these decorative spikes on the wall. Oh, this is getting to where I was talking about earlier. With the yeah, 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 yeah. She, like, pulls him through the aluminum. And you're going like, what's going on? <laughs> and then he falls down the steps, and that didn't kill him. And she's running down the steps trying to get to the elevator. And then, she, you know, dude's back on her. And he, she shoves him into these wall spikes. And I'm like, that's a hazard. Like, who just has wall spikes? Yeah, I don't think wall spikes <laughs> were in in 1969. I think that was more of an ancient medieval type yeah, of, uh, yeah. you know, wall deck. What's up with the, hey, I'm going to get, <laughs> like, you imagine if I was like, sorry, man. I'm thinking about what to put on this wall over here. I would put spikes on it. Spikes, like it, like dangerously sharp spikes. Like if someone like was shoved into them, like by or maybe if they, you know, maybe if they weren't looking where they were going in the dark, and they walked into it, like maybe they'd lose an eye. Yeah, spikes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. Good, good call. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> spikes on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right there. It look really good. Spikes so you have on to, the wall. Like you have to like dodge them while you're walking out of the room. Yeah, I like it. Right there. Right there. Yeah. I'd like spikes right there. <laughs> Look here, like I really like. Would you like get into a character? Because like you like really get in. Like you were you were dumb guy that wants spikes on wall. Like you had committed. Like you were ready for a twenty minute bit. <laughs> I'm dumb guy with spikes on the wall. It was incredible. I saw it in your eyes. You were like, "How long are we going?" Because I got, I got dumb guy that wants spikes on the wall and locked in. So <laughs> it was incredible. It was easy. It was, I could have done that for for years. Uh, yeah. I could have been that guy. In fact, up. I might do it when I. I leave might here. be that guy when I, when I grow up. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So there's a yeah. So Blofeld gets away, and they're they're losing. What a loser. Losing down the hill. 
I wanted, I really wanted Bob really to, to say, loser. what yeah, a loser, said that and then jump times. in the luge. You're like, mm, what a loser. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was a missed opportunity <laughs> on the Bondism, or like maybe he like passes him in there you and sure like shoots him and keeps movie, going, man. and he's just like, what a loser, when he gets the first place. Like, I just wanted to see it. Anyway. But instead... What's what is his bondism when he when he kicks him off? What does he say? So there's a whole big epic fight. They're shooting yeah. at each other. They can't aim because yeah, you know it's course. a movie. Of course. And eventually it gets to the point of like he's gotten onto Blofeld's thing. There's this big struggle. They're punch. Blofeld's like winning. Right. And then they're approaching a tr- an overhanging branch, and like Bond like somehow like pushes him up into the branch, and Blofeld it's. Just, of course, it's like perfect. There's like two branches branching out, so of like course. it's like neck sized, you know. And so he pushes Blofeld into it, and then Blofeld's just hanging there by his neck. Bond goes, uh, "He's branched off." Come on, come on out. You're telling me of all the Bondisms, that's the fucking best thing you come up with. Not a loser, right? Not a loser. Come yeah. on, bro. He's looking like a loser right now. Not no branched off. But the sled, like, he he bails, the sled, like, flies off, and I was like, the only thing missing, if it was, oh, a, yeah. if it was a comedy, I wanted the sled to explode so bad, have, even though there's no explode. reason, there's yes. no gas, but it's just, the, the sled should have just, like, hit the snow and just been like, <laughs> yeah, it should have, for real, yes, I love That would have fit so well. <laughs> I, I really want to think that in Austin Powers, they, they have... An object without gasoline exploding. There yeah, have, it has to be, to, right? There has to be. I haven't watched those in so long. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm excited too. to watch them. And then we have the wedding. Which I thought that was the ending of the movie. Which it pretty much is, but... You're based, you're, you're, you're just about home. Which I thought... You're uh, on You're on your street if, when you get to the, the wedding. If the movie should have ended where I thought it should end was at the wedding. But then they have the fucking scene where... They're driving along and... Wait, bond. there's one line. There's one line. Go ahead. Go ahead. At the wedding. Q's going like, you know, Bond, we've never seen... Never mind. Here's what I want to say. If you need anything, just call. And then Bond goes, well, this time I've got the gadgets and I know how to use them. And he's talking about... I mean, he's looking at her as he says it, you know, so he's like... Is she the gadget? I, no, he's like, I've got a penis and I know how to use it. <laughs> I was was how I took that line. He's like, I've got the gadgets and I know how to use them. That that's how I took that whole thing. So what his career, what his career was supposed to be over at that point? Right, he was saying that's what he said to Tracy when they were in the barn. Like, you know, an agent has to only think of himself. And uh, she's like, oh, we'll just have to go on the way we are. And he goes, no, no, I'll have to find something else to do. I didn't catch that. Honestly, I thought that he was just gonna get married and continue being Jim. No. No, he was done. That's why, like, everybody was all like, Bond, good luck, blah, blah, blah. See, that's, yeah. that's kind of the problem. Either. And that's, like, yeah, I that was so, my problem I with so the much, ending. Like, um, that's my problem with this movie is that everything, they're throwing all the traditional Bondish shit out. You know? Oh. As well as it, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think Lazenby was good and all that shit, but... But yeah, I, I took that as I've got a penis and I know how to use it. That's how that's what I took that as. But then um what happens to uh what happens to Terry? Tracy. Yeah, Terry. Yeah, they're on the Terry. road. <laughs> they're on the road. They pull over, they're like, How about a wedding gift? Blah blah blah. He's taking flowers off the car. 
And then uh, Blofeld, has got a neck brace on in the front of the car, who's driving by. Gotta keep that continuity, right? And uh, Fraulein's in the back seat. She just shoots up the car. And uh, Tracy, she's dead. And if there was if there was any part of Lazenby having good acting in this movie, it's when he gets in the car. And he's saying, he's saying back just like everything that the two of them were talking about in the car. Yeah, he's kind of having that. Going down the road. He's going, see, we... No, it's okay, really, because a police officer pulls up on the bike. Instantly. <laughs> yeah. Because he, like, he can't handle these things by himself, so the police are involved. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, Secret Service. Can't and handle he, this. He's like, it's okay, really. We're just going to go. We have all the time in the world. And he's like, just emotional. And then he like, kisses her again. And, he's like, and that's how the movie ends. It pans over to the bullet hole that came through the windshield and killed her. And that's how the movie ends. And then the Bond music finally kicks in. Because I'm like, alright, we're going to end a Bond movie on just... No. Like, it was just it was just very... Just this, like, sad, ominous music that was happening. And yeah, then it like, got to... I don't... I don't necessarily mind the ending. I don't that necessarily was fine. mind the ending. It was like, the only good acting I thought he did in the whole movie, but yeah. Like I, like I said earlier, if you had given me a reason to care... About her dying. Sure. I probably would have been more like, damn, that's Jane's girl. She right. Did. I mean, it did have the whole scene where they're like, they rushed the whole falling in love thing. Whereas if she would have been involved the whole time <laughs> and maybe like the wedding's a couple years down the road or something and you go like, oh. But you really don't get that attached to her. No, because yeah. she's in like the last part of the movie. She helps him escape. And then the mob boss is like, you have to marry my daughter. Yeah, Dominator. Dominator. <laughs> and then they get married, and that's that's it. So there's no real, there's Done. no emotion in it. There's yeah, no there's, yeah, you're not emo. You're just like, oh, well, damn, James, sorry. And then... Sucks to suck, bro. Yeah. Whereas my wife at the end of the movie's doing one of these on me, just the, just the wife, and like, right. that's like super... Reaching on her glasses. That's like super sad. I'm like, okay. All right, man. Um, I mean, fuck, man. Like, what do you think the budget was, by the way? Budget. Yeah. What was the budget of the last movie? You only lived twice at a nine and a half million budget, hundred eleven million. This one was eleven and a half. Seven. Why? How the fuck? <laughs> How? Apparently, skiing's cheap. <laughs> yeah. What do you think the box office was? Uh, okay. I got everything in previous movies, right? But what was the box office? So Doctor No. Oh, I was just gonna. Just the last two. Okay, okay no, read them, all, read them all. Read them all. Doctor No. The profit was fifty-eight point four. I'll just read the profit numbers instead of going through budget box office. Profit of Russia with Love seventy-seven million. Goldfinger profited one twenty-two. Thunderball profited one thirty-two point two. You Only Live Twice profited one hundred two point one. What do you think this one box office? The box office, Thunderball is 141. You only live twice, 111. Man, I don't think they made $100 million. I'm going to go 95. 82. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think they were so they only that. made yeah. $75 million. Yeah, I don't think they made that much money. Um, so in a way, uh, let me, let me, even though Lazenby quit, uh, yeah. what you said last time, like, hot take, I think it's bad, and then that's why Connery comes back. Kind of, I mean, we obviously researched everything, but... You're right. I mean, Lazenby comes in, they don't make as much money. It's not like it was a failure. I mean, they still made money. They're still right. printing money, especially in these days, making, profiting $75 million. Yeah, in the 60s and the 70s was a different time for movies, I think. And, you know, in a nuanced kind of way, you were right. 
Right-ish. Yeah. Right-ish. Because I'm sure they could have made a Lazenby... Um, when we watched Dr. No, we watched the first James Bond movie. Sean Connery, that was his first James Bond film. And I remember when we first watched that, we said, like, oh, he's just settling into this. Mm-hmm. Once he had done that for four or five years, this is what he knew. It was natural. It's natural, right? Don't even have to try. With he didn't Bean, try. Someone argue he didn't try ever. <laughs> <laughs> Lazenby didn't do a terrible job. He didn't no. do a terrible job. It's just he, I feel he's <coughs> probably trying to live up to Bond too much. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, living up to that, I mean, that's that's a big fucking pill to, you know, or... Shoes to fill. Yeah, the big shoes to fill, not a big pill to swallow. <laughs> that's a big, a big pill that's to... That's a big pill to, sh- to fill. It's a big pill to fill. <laughs> it's a big pill to fill, man. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, obviously, George Lazenby... At the end of the day, you tie your shoes, you get your glass of water, you swallow those pills. Exactly, and it's all milk under the fridge, man. <laughs> so... <laughs> At the end of the day, like, if George had stuck with it, I'm sure, like, by the second or third movie he was in, he would have fucking settled in and been like, I'm fucking James Bond now. But it, halfway through filming this movie, he was like, fuck this. So I guarantee that... Yeah, that is funny that halfway he was just like, mm, this isn't going to work for me. Right. And like, that's... I don't want to say it represents itself in the movie because I couldn't tell you what scenes were filmed at what time. But, like... Right. At the end of the day, I'm more used to Sean. George Lazenby was new, and I'm sure when we get to the other James Bonds, albeit besides, uh, um, fucking, why, why can't I, what's, what's the new guy? Goddamn, why can't I, I'm doing a goddamn James Oh, Bond so you're saying after Connery's done? The guy no, after Connery? What, no, I'm saying what's the, oh, 2022, what's, oh, the, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, sorry. I'm saying everyone besides Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. I'm saying everyone besides Daniel Craig, once we start going into these new Bond characters or new Bond actors there'll probably be a bit of a not learning curve but a adjustment period hmm. you know we've, we've gone from Connery to Lazenby and Lazenby was like I said if we had had more than one movie with him I probably would have gotten used to him but once it goes from Lazenby back to Connery to who does it go to after Roger Moore Roger Moore I'll probably be I'll probably get used to Roger Moore. I'll say, mm-hmm. I'll stop talking like mm, Connery. I think Roger, like Moore Roger Moore is probably, though Connery's the original, I feel Roger Moore just had the, a lot of the classics. I, I feel he's really good. I've never seen any of them, so, you know, yeah, I'm right. And of course, like, you know, the films kind of take step their game up by the time we hit 70s with Roger Moore. So... Well, I, I think I think you really like Roger Moore. Well, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. But as far as George more Connery, went, as far as uh, George Lazenby went, man, uh, I don't think he did a terrible job. If no. he had enough time to settle into the role, probably would have been all right. Probably would have been all right. But a lot of things killed it for me, and it was a four out of ten for me. What is it for you? What did I rate the last one? These were sixes <laughs> and sevens, right? Yeah, uh, six point two. You rated the last one. In this movie, I, I'm going to give it a, um, this is a 5.5, man. This is a 5.5 out of 10. Because it just seems like uh, they were trying, they were trying to do more than they could. They were trying to do more than they should. Maybe not could, but should. They were trying to do more than they should. They were trying to do, throw the James Bond mold on its head. Let's throw you a new character. Let's throw you some new fucking James Bond tropes. Yeah. 
even if it was to a T what the book was, what we knew as James Bond from a viewing audience was not what we were shown. So, Indeed. I'm going to leave it there, man. It's good. It was good. It was, it was, it was all right. I'm not I'm never gonna watch it. Again. I was saying you you were good. Oh no, that you're was good. good. Like, no, you're yeah, good. Yeah, you're good. I wasn't talking about the movie. No, but I was I saying like the movie, the movie was good. wasn't good. I was saying you good. Me oh, good. Yeah, you good. Good. All right, man. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, Concert real quick, hotline real quick. I, I mean, hold on. Yeah. What's up? If you have a Twitter, if you have a Twitter, it's very simple. I mean, just realize none of these have come out yet. So like. What do you mean? None of the bonds have come out yet. So. Well, I'm saying, like, what, is your Twitter handle going to change? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, because I feel like every time we do a bond, we're like, hey, man, fucking email us. But, like, well, I mean, like, that's like none good. of these have, like, come out yet. But so they're kind of important to, like, it's kind it of important. Is, no, it is important. And, uh, like, Listen, if you have input, yes, absolutely. If you yeah, have I mean, input, even just, like, just Twitter, us, email us if you don't want you the public to see it. Because here's the thing. Throw if you follow, throw us yeah. a follow, it's very simple. You're going to be like... Hanging out, fucking sitting at home, looking at your Twitter, and all of a sudden I'm gonna tweet some crazy shit, and you're gonna go to, you're gonna, you're gonna be like, what is this guy saying? You're gonna go to, you know, fucking keyboard warrior that shit, and be like, wait a minute, it's just, it's just content crisis. Right. They're just talking shit to talk shit. They're just, you know, stirring the pot. That's what we stirring do in content pot. crisis. We stir the pot. We talk about the issues that We make the soup. We make the soup. Exactly. And guess what? We also eat it. So, at Content Crisis, it's Content Crisis 1, right? At Content Crisis 1. At Content Crisis 1 on Twitter. Just just shoot us a follow. I'll tweet at you. I'll I'll mention you. You'll get famous. I'll get famous. It's a whole (laughs) thing. It's more of a symbiotic relationship, okay? Also, uh, if you have any emails, Content Crisis 1. Yeah, if you got opinions, if you got fact corrections, if you got... Uh, suggestions on what should we should watch next, you know, that kind of thing, you know. Content Crisis Hotline at Yahoo.com. Content Shoot us an email. Indeed. Shoot us an email. Alright, guys, thanks, thanks guys. for listening. Goodbye. Yeah, have a good day.